I don't want to go on a rant here. What the hell does rant mean? All right, after like 10 minutes of trying to get this shit set up, I don't know why stuff just stops working. It literally sits on the ground for me. But uh, we're we are here, episode what, eight? Episode I believe eight. we're in episode eight. Episode eight. So we have a few things to go over, but I have this, which I wanted to try. I don't know if you can read that. That's a Mountain Dew Rise? It's like their new, I forgot they were coming out with a new energy drink, and they had a couple of flavors, but this was the only appetizing. Is that the Aaron Judge All Rise? It's the Tropical Sunrise, Mountain Dew Rise Energy, 180 milligrams of caffeine. What is the uh, the flavor? I know it's a Tropical Sunrise. Tropical Sunrise. Mango or pineapple? What do we got? We're going to find out. The other ones were like pomegranate and berry, and I'm not a big berry guy. I'm a big berry berry manilow. White grape juice concentrate. This is one of the uh, carbonated water. I don't know if I'm going to like this, but... uh, we're going to give it a try because it's been sitting it's, in my It says that Mountain Dew Rise, the tropical sunrise, is a worthy successor to the discontinued Ooh. Kickstart. It has a refreshing pineapple. Whoa, flavor. whoa, whoa. What? They discontinued Kickstarter? They yeah. Kickstart? All of it? Apparently. Fuck that shit. That stuff was great. It's I mean, got a refreshing it pineapple flavor, though. It didn't really do much to, like, make me focus or whatever and, like, not tired, but it was good. Like, basically, it was like soda. All right. So that says it's the equivalent to two cups of coffee. Oh, great. So I'm definitely not drinking all of this, but let's see. Definitely how, not going what, to sleep what was the flavor? Pineapple? It says pineapple flavor. That sucks because Kickstart orange, whatever their orange flavor was, it's, I have that in the fridge too. That's awesome. It's better than most energy drinks, which gives like a terrible aftertaste, but this is like, I don't, I don't like pineapple. So Kickstart pineapple wasn't good. This isn't that, that good. So it might be Kickstart Pineapple that got discontinued. It oh, looks okay. like there's other flavors of Kickstart that are still available. Good. Fuck you. You scared the shit out of me because I drink the orange one all the time. Yeah, this is not, this is not, this tastes like flat. Like you get that burst of a little bit of flavor and then it like the aftertaste on your tongue is not good. So I'm, glad, like I, a, I'm glad I only bought two of these. So let's put that away. Two cans or two like? Two cans. Okay. Because I just saw it randomly on the shelf. So let's, let's, yeah, we're, I'm kind of done with that. Like in a pinch, if I needed it, I would chug it if I was like super tired, but that's not good. And so now I'm going to piss you off because I finally watched Christmas Vacation. I was supposed to watch it, or I was supposed to say this last week and I forgot. Yeah, that movie's not very good. The fuck do you mean it's not very good? It's the worst vacation movie by far. No, no, no. It Vegas is easily vacation better is than European. Funnier. It's it's easily better than European vacation. It's not. The big Ben scene in European vacation is funnier than anything in Christmas vacation. Come on, when Cousin is like not, the shitter's full, that's, that's amazing. Not that fun. That's not that funny. The whole fucking Eileen Bennis neighbor bullshit. You mean Elaine Bennis? I whatever. Oh my god. Whatever. There that was a, a completely useless part of that movie. Come on, what about when he's standing at the kitchen window and he's daydreaming and a melancholy maca's playing I mean, come on yeah that's not better than anything from the scene in vegas vacation where he's at fucking what's his face the the kid casino where they're playing like rock paper scissors and stuff that's better than anything from christmas vacation come on the squirrel in the tree that's not that's like no that wasn't funny it's just a squirrel in the house and it wasn't even like they should have done a when, raccoon or a rabbit animal a squirrel when, when the, when the, the cat chews on the, the not a bad movie by any stretch but oh, i would take on. the other three over that they don't really think, do anything i think the original vac- the original vacation is obviously the best i'd have original vacation 
Vegas vacation, Christmas vacation, European vacation. Vegas is the lowest rated one, I think, but that's a super yeah. underrated movie. I like the, the idea of them being older. European yeah. vacation was trash. But really, I mean, I liked it, but like, I love Vegas vacation. I think that was the first one I actually saw because I liked Chevy Chase and I'd never seen the other ones. And but Rusty, I put a dollar and I got a car. I put a dollar and I got a car. I got a car. I put a dollar and I got a car. Yeah. I just thought I just thought Christmas Vacation was good. It's the best theme, one of the best theme songs to a movie ever. Yes. Like I was listening to that song for for days. Like it's so catchy. It's a it's a it's a good Christmas movie. You have to at least get it just, for for Christmas. It's not I, something I, that I you're going to watch in mid June. It's not a bad movie at all. I just thought it was the worst of the vacation movies, and it just I mean it's it's definitely you know funny. the other vacation movies, even European Vacation, holds up to where you can watch it any time of the year. Christmas Vacation is kind of niche in that it's only you're only going to watch it certain times i mean i'm weird i'd watch it in july but like i'll watch it every christmas and like it'll be fine because i like chevy chase but was christy brinkley in one and four was she not there's no way she was in a european one right because i know that i don't remember her in european vacation because i know that was a gag from the the first one i don't know because she definitely obviously was not in, in christmas vacation but obviously fucking uh karen uh whatever her face is from Seinfeld. I was trying to think of a, a, a more obscure name than Eileen, but like that whole, it was just so unnecessary. Like you cut, do the first scene where he says he'll shove the tree up her ass and then throw them away. You don't need to go to their house and the fucking shining lights. And then the whole thing where they're just flipping the switch and like he can't figure out. It's just like, that's just really like, come on. That's practical though. It's like, no, it's, you should, you should know that. Like you're just flipping random, like that light that turns light on in your garage powers your entire setup like you I didn't know that you, you started it you should know that it just it was it was all right i was underwhelmed the theme song was like amazing though i usually on, don't watch um, i usually don't watch intros to movies but that song was like too good on, uh, on christmas eve i watched scrooged which is my my holiday classic i watched that uh, i think two years ago and i maybe last year when i finally watched it that's a, that was not I was not underwhelmed by that. I, I enjoyed Scrooge. But uh, yeah, I don't have a top five Christmas movie because I don't like Christmas movies unless it's Bad Santa. Which because I mean, it's not, it's not really. And th- there was a somebody tweeted me that Christmas is more is as essential to Die Hard as it is to Home Alone. And part of me was like, absolutely not as fuck Chris Jericho. And then part of me was like, kind of. Because he's only in LA for Christmas, but if it was July Fourth, it's like it doesn't have nothing it's to the do same with movie. fighting terrorists. But Christmas or um, Home Alone is the whole point of is, is they're trying to get back to spend Christmas with Kevin. I mean, so, I think so they're not like, trying to get back to spend Christmas with Kevin. They're trying to get back to not leave their son yeah. But alone the whole point is they, they don't want to be they want to spend Christmas as a family. They were going on vacation as a family to spend Christmas. I think Christmas is more essential to Home Alone than it is to Die Hard. It has nothing to do I think- with. I think Christmas is more essential to Home Alone 2 than it is to Home Alone 1. Well, they're both it's kind of the same thing, right? It's Christmas it, and they're, he's alone. I haven't watched either of those movies in a while. I don't know which one is better. I feel like being in New York is kind of cooler. I remember the, the, the freaking the old lady in Home Alone 2 that gave him like the little, the little doves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say she was hot? Dreamy. I mean, like, you don't just meet somebody on the streets in New York like that. You got lucky. So why did I take another sip of this? Because you're an idiot. I Did I tell you I dumped the code red, the rest of the code red? No. I was just like, I don't need the calories and soda and the sugar. I, if it's not good, I'm just going to I dumped like half the bottle. 
Like I want to like you, this, but it's not. For those of you not watching on YouTube, he continually is taking sips. He just took another sip. Because the... I paid two bucks for it. I'm try- I am want to like it, but. I'll Venmo you the $2. So throw that shit away. I bought I bought two of them. So Venmo me four bucks. I'll, I'll, I'll Venmo you five if you stop. If you Venmo me a hundred, I'll pour it on my head during the podcast. Yeah, so that was a waste. But I guess Mountain Dew. If I realized it was pineapple, I wouldn't have bought it because I bought the twelve pack of the Kickstart pineapple, and that was awful. I literally poured like eleven cans down the sink. That's how bad really? it was. Yeah, it was like because they were sitting on the counter for for a while, and like I would take two sips of one and I'd, I'd pour it out, and it just it was not good. So we have uh, a few things to get into. We need the unusual death follow-up, followed by a follow-up to the generator story. So if you want to hit us with the unusual death follow-up, because I again... No, I, I remember. It was the Great Molasses Orgy or something. It was the Great Molasses Flood. And um, as I'm telling you the story, you should probably check your Venmo, because I just said, prove it, asshole. Did you spend... Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, can I like? Can I set up... Can I get a towel? We'll, we'll close the episode that way, and I will allow it to happen. I will. I will. I'll allow it. All right. If I can get a towel, because I don't want to ruin anything. I'll put the towel on. Oh, uh, wow. All right. All right. I'll do anything. We could. Is this a recurring segment now? You pay me to do stupid shit? This actually might be. If this uh, kind of works. You don't understand how much I like money. But I, don't, I wonder how far you could push me, because I'll do shit for money. But, like, I also don't want to do anything. But That's true. I, I open my mouth. So I guess what's are there rules to this? Can I not take a sip or is it no like, more sips? No more sips. No more sips at all. It's not no like I, I have to suffer through it and then only pour a little. And I also said I don't have to pour all of it. I just had to pour some on my head. Like I don't it's have so. to empty the can. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll it. if I take more sips, I'll at least leave it to like here. And I don't want you to ruin any electronic equipment either. But that's true. Then you'd you, have to you weren't me. expecting you'd me to have, actually. You weren't expecting. No, yeah. no, I wasn't at all. Was yeah, joke. but I put my money where your mouth is. Yeah, that's true. All right. So following up on the great molasses flood, when I know you and I had, you'd mentioned it last week when you did the unusual death and we were both kind of like, how, you know, how much, how did they die and things like that? So, so, um, well, first of all, did you you, hold on? Are you wearing a tracksuit? Yes. That's nice. I like it. It's a matching tracksuit. Let me see it. Like devil's is that red or orange? It's orange. It matches baby. It matches. I like it. Oh, wait, and also I just wanted to show this to you too. I'm unzipping. Look at the shirt I'm wearing. Wait, did I give that to you? Yes, Where you did. You? I don't. Why don't I remember that? For that's the uh, Ronaldo Lapuse. Uh, yeah, Simon I, Cowell's BFF. Where did I? Because fu- I looked for him on Cameo. He's not on Cameo. Because I, I was going to get you where you found the shirt, but somehow, like a decade when later, it still fits I, me. When did I buy that? Years ago. It still fits me. I don't remember. Where did I find that? Did I create that? Like, there's no way I created that. No, you definitely didn't. But it, it has wow. his picture and it says BFF on it. I forgot about that completely. But I've looked for him for cameo because I wonder what he's doing right now. But uh, oh wow, Ronaldo Lapuse, look him up. Okay, All right, so back to the molasses flood. Great molasses flood of 1919. Oh man, what an episode already. Well, first of all, did you know that molasses can be fermented to produce ethanol, which is the active ingredient in alcoholic beverages? Oh, because I didn't. It also was a key component in munitions of the time in the mid-1900s, early 1900s, excuse me. Wow. So I did not know that. But needless to say, the Great Molasses Flood, this, uh, the disaster occurred at the Purity Distilling Company facility because molasses was stored at this facility by the company, which used the Harborside Commercial Street tank 
It was in a tank, not in a truck or anything. A so tank? they stored it in a tank. Oh, like oh. A, 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 not like a tank. No, not, not like, like a okay. battle. Because when you like said a... tank, I was like, what? Really? Oh, no. Okay, tank. I got you. Yeah, okay. So they, they stored the molasses in this tank to offload it from ships and store it to be later transferred by pipeline to the purity ethanol plant a little ways away in Cambridge. So they're using the molasses and converting it to alcohol. So on this particular January day, the temperatures in Boston had risen above 40 degrees Fahrenheit, climbing much higher than the bitter cold temperatures of about two degrees the mm. previous three to four days before. That's a huge jump. That is a big jump. Wow. On the day prior, a ship had just delivered a fresh load of molasses. That just sounds weird to say. They fresh delivered a load. fresh load of molasses. Hey, I got your which, fresh load right here. <laughs> which uh, had been thoroughly warmed to reduce its viscosity for transfer into the tank. So they warmed it up so it wasn't as sticky to move into the tank. So what happened next, uh, a few factors contributed to it. The tank had been filled to capacity only eight times since it was built in 1915. So in four years, they only filled this tank to capacity eight times. And many believe that the tank leaked from the very first day it was filled four years prior in 1915 because children often would run up to the tank and bring mugs to get molasses that was dripping out of it. You'd think they would notice or like do something. Or would care. So <laughs> one of the leading theories as to what happened was thermal expansion. So they poured the thoroughly warmed molasses into the tank to fill it on top of the older, colder molasses that was already sitting in the tank. Now, mind you, this yeah. tank, 50 feet high, 90 feet wide. So it's a stationary tank, yes. not like a, on a bed of a truck or something? Nope, just stationary at this plant, 50 feet high, 90 feet wide. So pouring the thoroughly warmed molasses on top of the cold caused thermal expansion and subsequently caused the really crappily built tank, if you couldn't figure it out now, that tank was built like shit, to burst and collapse around 12.30 p.m. More than 2.3 million gallons of thick liquid, that sounds sexy, Oh. This was enough to fill three and a half Olympic swimming pools. So that tank had millions of gallons? 2.3 million gallons of liquid. It poured out like a tsunami, reaching speeds up to 35 miles per hour. And the wave at its peak was 25 feet high. Did they say what they were doing, what the point of this molasses was? Was it for like ammunition or was this for like food they were they were doing it for um converting it to alcohol they were making munitions as oh well my god that's crazy um so flowing 35 miles an hour 25 foot high wave the molasses wave was powerful enough to drive steel panels of the burst tank against the girders of the adjacent uh elevated railway structure it tipped a streetcar momentarily off the tracks Jesus. nearby buildings were swept off their foundations and crushed and several blocks were flooded with molasses two to three feet deep. Did you find a picture of this tank? It's like the I biggest tank ever. Like, Jesus Christ. Witnesses reported that they felt the ground shake. Others said that they felt a tremendous crashing and sounds like a machine gun as the rivets shot out of the tank. So this is more than just a flood. It's oh, like yeah. an explosion, earthquake, tsunami. The, the Boston Globe later reported that people were picked up by a rush of air and hurled many feet. What? Others had debris hurled at them from the rush of sweet-smelling air. A truck was picked up and hurled into the Boston Harbor. What the fuck? Yay. This is just from the air? From like yeah. the... 
from the, the rush of, yeah. So uh, after the initial wave, the molasses became extremely thick and sticky, exacerbated by the cold temperatures, trapping those caught in the wave yeah. and making it even more difficult to rescue them. Do you imagine drowning in molasses? Oh. The injured were so numerous that doctors and surgeons set up a makeshift hospital in a nearby building. Rescuers found it difficult to make their way through the syrup to help the victims. Yeah. And four days elapsed before they stopped searching. Many of the dead were so glazed over in molasses that they were hard to recognize. Cue Homer. Oh, glazed over. Other victims were swept into Boston Harbor and were found three to four months after the disaster. Jesus. Victims ranged between the ages of 10 and 78, ultimately killing 21 people, injuring more than 150, and killing multiple animals. Oh. In the, the wake, animals in there? I had to. It was a bunch of horses, which is just awful. Oh. Uh, in the wake of this accident, 119 residents brought a class action lawsuit against the United States Industrial Alcohol Company, which had bought Purity Distilling in 1917. This actually paved the way as it was one of the first class action lawsuits in the state of Massachusetts, and it's considered a milestone case in paving the way for modern corporate regulation. Because you'll love this. The company <laughs> tried to say that the tank was blown up by anarchists since some of the alcohol produced from the molasses was to be used in making munitions. But they were eventually found at fault for neglecting basic safety tests while overseeing the construction of the tank. They paid out $628,000 in damages, which is almost $10 million today. I was going to say that's probably a lot today. And relatives of those killed were given about $7,000 per victim, which is the equivalent of about $100,000 today. It's nice to know you can put a number on a person. And, um, and for, what year? This was 1915? 1919. 1919. The tank was built in 1915, but built horribly wrong. And Apparently, you know, yeah. Four years later. Uh, for decades after, people did say that the streets of Boston smelled of molasses. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and just on a completely different note, you want to take a guess who Wardlow is facing right now? I don't know if you saw it on. I can't tell who that is. I don't know if you would recognize him. You'll know the name. Do you recognize that stupid face? I don't think I would have recognized him. Who is it? Colin Delaney. Oh, former from like, WWE what, great like in NEW. Smackdown Netflix, from Delaney. like. Yeah. Wait, he was in NEW? I thought he was. went to one show? I swear to God he was there. Wasn't he in like WWE in like 2002? Like that era? Yeah. Like, oh my God. They just, they'll hire anybody for God's sake. Yeah, they'll take anything they can get at this point. So that was a, uh, that's a weird death. I mean, to be honest, I was not expecting the Great Molasses Flood to go the route that it did. You thought it would flood a different, like, north instead of south? I mean, I thought it would have east, not west. Yeah, exactly. I thought it would have, like, dripped into New York, maybe, but no. 2007, by the way, Colin Delaney was in WWE. Eh, that ruthless aggression, a little post-ruthless aggression. See, that's, what you, you, that's what you get on this podcast. You get talking about people dying in 1919 from molasses, and then, boom, Colin Delaney's in the show. How old do I think he is? 37. Only 35. He's our age? Oh, yeah. Good, good for you, Colin. Who's the who's the one-legged guy? Zach Allen? Yeah. Like I equate like he was probably earlier than 07. He was yeah, probably he like 2002. Had. I like equate those jobbers like together. Oh, and the if channel. you told me that was Zach Allen, I would have believed you too. <laughs> oh, he grew up. Well, that had to be earlier than 2007, because didn't Brock Lesnar kill him in like 2003? I don't know. There's a lot of wrestling I forgot. Like 
anything you want to hear something from 87 to like 92 uh yeah i could probably figure it out anything from like the ruthless aggression era or the attitude era it's too much shit that happened i don't know as much as you would happen monday i wouldn't be able to tell you that that's true too i i don't think i could tell you what happened at wrestlemania i don't, honestly don't know but it was wrestlemania this year Speaking of WrestleMania, how about the uh, WrestleMania of Generators? See what I did All right, there? so the, the Generator bad. trilogy continues. So if you last recall, the Generator, the new Generator, because we went through the old one, broke in, get a new one, all that, supposed to be delivered today between 9 a.m. and noon. Between 9 a.m. and noon. Eastern Standard. small window. I would expect them to have been like 8 a.m. and like 4 so I checked the tracking last night, this morning, multiple times. It, the last update was Sunday, this past Sunday, at 11.54 p.m. It was in Jamaica, New York. So oh, we're talking Queens. Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. No other updates. They're supposed to text me 30 minutes before they get here so to let me know they're on their way. They're delivering it, but they have tracking on it? Yes. That's interesting. So this it's um called pilot shipping is who was shipping it from Amazon to me. So they're supposed to text me 30 minutes before to let me know that they're on their way. By 12.05, when they were not here, I called Amazon being like, hey, what the actual hell is going on? You know, supposed to be here between nine and 12, not here. So you gave so them no grace period? <laughs> I gave them no grace period, Five none minutes. whatsoever. Well, they were supposed to text me 30 minutes before they come anyway. So yeah, if true. they had shown up anytime, because remember the first time that they came, they came half an hour early and were earlier than the window. You know, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, you should remember because I've talked about it enough. Yeah, so no. I'm on hold for a solid 42 minutes. What the fuck? A solid because 42 solid minutes. Solid 42. The woman keeps coming back being like, I'm trying to get a hold of the, the shipping company. Bear with me, blah, blah. Great, whatever. Finally, she comes back. Which I should also point out that I started out with somebody named Gemma, who transferred me to somebody named Jafar, who then transferred me to glasses? April. You didn't, you didn't talk to somebody named Jafar. Uh, no, I did. This actually gets good. So I started Aladdin. with Gemma, transferred to Jafar, transferred to April. April trying to connect me with the shipping company accidentally transfers me back to Jafar. Not, no, if I no, wasn't already not, so not, pissed off no, about that, this, that's not real. I would have made an Aladdin joke about the return of Jafar, but yeah. I just didn't give two Did, fucks at this didn't, point. You, you didn't, you didn't be like, do a dad joke where it was like, what's his bird's name? I, I, I don't know enough about Aladdin, but you could have made a joke about his bird yeah, or whatever. Or the, there was a scene in family guy that it does on the marathon where it's like the guy opens, knocks on the door. He's doing like a census. And he's like, what's your sexual orientation? He's like, it's a little, why do you need to know this? Like, yeah, you could just say unsure. So uh, you talked to a Jafar, real life Jafar. I did. So oh then my God. Jafar was like, oh, no, not supposed to be back to me. Transfers me back to April. Finally, through all this song and dance, she gets on. She's like, oh, I talked to, to Sherry at the shipping company. She's great. She's awesome. She gets the job done. I don't give a shit how great uh, this woman is. Basically, bottom of line is the thing has not even reached the shipping company yet. They don't know where it is. So then they don't know it when updated. it's going to show up. They don't know when it's going to get delivered. So I was like, time the fuck out. So we, we <laughs> were supposed to have it delivered between 9 a.m. and noon. No one contacted me from the shipping company to say, hey, not coming. We don't have it. Don't know when it'll be here. Amazon didn't call me. I had to call them to have them tell me, yeah, we don't know when it's going to come. So I could have sat here all damn day expecting that thing to get delivered. A lot of companies are not good with their delivery shit. Oh, this gets good. So then they were like, well, the, the shipping company didn't have it so they wouldn't know to contact you 
Well, they should have, since it's supposed to be delivered between 9 a.m. and noon, and they knew they didn't have it. They should have contacted me. So I was like, so it's Amazon's fault. No, we didn't know about it until we got involved. So then who the fuck knew about it? I'm supposed to jump off my ass and figure out that it's not coming. So I was like, so what? So when is it coming? Uh, we, we're not sure. We can't tell you that. The hell do you mean you can't tell me that? So now I'm I'm red in the face, screaming at this woman. Where where, I, where where is the tracking coming from? Then what's in Queens? Exactly. Is the actual thing in Queens? Like, well, now the tracking is updated that says there might be a delay with the shipping because they don't know where it is. It hasn't reached the shipping company yet. Amazon doesn't know where it is. The shipping company doesn't know. So the so the trilogy is now going to turn into a unfortunately a tetralogy. Have to suffer this quartet. Isn't that is that four? Four is barbershop. I think. Barbershop Quartet. Barbershop Quartet is four people, right? Yeah. But I think the fourth movie in a series is called a tetralogy. I think. What, what was Homer's Barbershop Quartet called? The B Sharps. Yes. So it's going to be like that. So needless to say, I don't know when this saga will ever end because I don't know if, if or when I'm ever getting the generator. Oh my god, that's so that's where we're at. At least you talked to Jafar. What did what did he sound like? Oh, he sounded like a Jafar. I, I don't even. I'm not going to say anything because I don't. I don't even know what to say to that. Oh, th- th- this was my my favorite. Aladdin so... takes place in the Middle East, right? Yes. All right, so it sounded Middle Eastern. It's nothing you, wrong with you'll that. You'll appreciate this last part, though. So I finally asked to talk to a supervisor because I was over all of this, and oh, I'm trying you, to explain you to the woman. I was trying to explain to him how bad customer service this is. That I had to call to find out that I'm not getting the package that I had ordered because no one knew that I wasn't getting it. I was like, that's just poor customer service. She's like, thank you for the feedback, sir. I'm like, well, you don't need to be a condescending asshole to me. I'm literally telling you, this is just poor customer service. You didn't know where it was. They didn't know where it was. You all can't tell me when I'm going to get it. That's just, that's bad. Yeah, that's a bad so, job. I've had that stuff where I work where people are just like, yeah, I was never contacted about delivery. And it's like, it's just such bad customer service. You do all the work getting the customer to do all this shit you design their stuff you pick out their pieces and then the fucking delivery fucks it up exactly. it's a then, bad taste in the customer's mouth and then she was like well the, the shipping company will contact you when they have it and be able to give you a delivery window i'm like i don't have any faith that they're actually going to contact me since no one ever contacted me about it not coming to my house today yeah like, I, do you I, have a number that i can contact them to follow up she was like you can google it I'm like, whoa, okay, wow. that's, that's how this is going to go. She's like, is there anything else I can help you with? I'm like, no, you've been semi-helpful. Thank you. And I hung up on him. If she has said that to me, I'm because uh, I'm usually pretty good. I usually just like bite my tongue and like curse to myself. But if she had said you can Google it, you know, you're Oh, you're I, I did drop done. a few F-bombs. I wasn't saying fuck you to her. I was just saying that this whole situation is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but if she's once if she said Google it, you should have fucking because that's just bad. You don't ever do shit like that. Well, when, when I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. She was like, sir, you can't use that language. This call is being recorded. I'm like, good, it's being recorded. I'm glad it is. They know how inept you people are. Like, oh, I was. Of course rough. you can use that language. It's, you're not uh, an idiot. I, like a I, I don't know how I did not have like an aneurysm this morning because like how I sort of got I'm never getting a generator ever. Shouldn't have been Ever. so cheap. I got $160 off of it today. That that was their, they, they took $160 off of the price of it. I'm like, great. You took $160 off something I'm never wonder, going to get. I wonder how they came up with that number. Is that like a percentage? It wasn't uh, even a percentage. So now we all have to sit and wait again. You for have to suffer through this. this fucking story. I can't use that language. This podcast is being recorded. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I'm sorry. Rimshot. Yes. Uh, so 
Do you want to keep yeah, talking the... some more? Because apparently we're having a new COVID vaccine, which you, yeah, so you added to the checklist. I tweeted this year. I don't know if you read it. It was a nice, a nice thread. So was it the like pill? No, the, uh, the, the, the Texas Children's Hospital. Oh, yeah. You and, said this is a nice thread. And I was like, I, I can't. I'm not reading. Oh, this so I'll give you I'll give yeah. you the synopsis. So the Texas Children's Hospital and the Baylor College of Medicine uh, partnered it's, with Biological yeah. E-Limited, which was the first private biological product company in India. It's Texas, though. I'm skeptical. Well, they're vac- they're, they're, they came up with a plan to vaccinate the world, beginning with this emergency youth authorization that they just got in India with their COVID vaccine. They have 150 million doses ready now, and they're going to be making an additional 100 million, do- 100 million doses per month. In doing so, the Texas Children's Hospital Vaccine Center just matched or doubled the U.S. government's current commitment to global vaccine equity. So they've what? already technology transferred the vaccine and helped in its co-development with no patent and no strings attached. So this means that it should be the least expensive COVID vaccine available for Compared- all the underserved and underprivileged countries that don't have the vaccine currently. Oh, I was going to say, cause it's pretty cheap now for us. So this is for all the other it's countries free. that aren't. Um, Are they not so free in all countries? Well, we're doing a very shitty job of globally getting the vaccine out to a lot of the third world countries and things but, like that. That's but why be, so many variants honest. are able to come out. Does that really, does that really bother you that we're worried about us first? Like I mean, me, it does to an extent because we'll never get out of this unless the entire world has the same opportunities. That's true, that, but I, I don't that mind that. Does. I don't mind that we worried about us first because I, I feel like like well, let's let's start helping Uganda first. Like fucking help me first, okay? And I'm so, getting my booster shot tomorrow. I'm going to try to, and I'm worried because I don't want to fucking be sick again. But I wouldn't be worried. It's better to get sick from the booster shot than get sick from actual COVID. I'm also hoping that because I don't want to mix. I just it, I'm sure it'll be fine. I read one article that says if you mix, you actually it's better for you. But it, it's the dosage. You know, that that type of thinking wouldn't fly in the 1950s, man. That's true. But it's like the the I think it was milli, micrograms or something. Like the Pfizer was 30, and Moderna was like 100. So and the booster is half for Moderna, which is 50, and the booster for Pfizer is still 30. So it would be 20 more. And I don't know how my body would react to it. So I just would rather just stay with the Pfizer gang. Not Stick with them, what you got. Whatever, what did you call them? Moderna, Moderna Mafia. Mafia. Moderna Mafia. Yeah. So, I'm, so hof- I'm hoping to get boosted tomorrow. Well, let's hope. So with this new vaccine, the, the way that they made it, it uses an older vaccine technology that was apparently used in the hepatitis B vaccine, which has been around for about 40 years. It can be made locally all over the world. And they've already transferred the technology to, to make this to producers in India, Bangladesh, Indonesia, and Botswana. And the beauty of all of this, they don't plan to make a single dollar off of it. They said that it's a gift to the world. So like hats off to them. One like decent the, thing came from Texas. It's like the polio guy. He could have patented it and made billions. And, and he, he didn't. And he like, ended polio, basically. I mean, I, I love money. But even I would be like... I can't live with myself if I made people pay for a life-saving vaccine. So that's, that's good. Cause that's, you gotta be a terrible, t- it's like that, um, pharma bro, dick bag, Martin Skrilli or Skrillex or whatever the fuck his name was. The guy who bought the Wu-Tang album. You yeah. know what I'm talking about that dick fuck. Like he, he hiked the price like 7,000% of some life-saving medicine. Like what a piece of fucking human garbage. I can rant on that dick fuck. What's another word I could use? Dick bag, douche fuck. 
cock moron. I per- I personally like dick fuck when you say that three. I times do like that. saying dick fuck. I, it doesn't like. What does it even mean? You know what I used to say a lot. Do you remember what it's called? You know those little spikes you would put on your bike where you could like stand on. It's like a little uh, metal peg. I don't know how to ride a bike. I feel like I knew that, but I, these I think these went on the wheel or somewhere on the bike where somebody could like stand on. It was called a penis peg. So that was like a. That's not real. That's yeah, not it real. is. Look it up. It was. I, I refuse to even Google that right now. All right, I'll Google it. But it was a. It was like a middle school to high school insult that we used. Now I have to Google penis peg. You should see my search history. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to ride a bike, and I don't know how to swim. In case you want to know how shitty my life is. That's true. I, I I knew you didn't know how to. That's just like learn, teacher. I taught myself how to ride a bike. I don't have oh, to I balance. I was doing it. I hit it. I fucking jammed my ear into a tree. Like I was just going down and just I ended up hitting a tree. You jammed your ear into a tree. So you're the, like I went ear the, first. The tree ear fucked you. The tree ear fucked you. Basically, yeah. Googled penis peg. Didn't check out. They knocked my bike over in the I love Reddit. You can find. That's one of my favorite TikTok accounts is the Reddit ones. I don't know if you find those because you're usually Sometimes. like six weeks behind me. You'll tag me in something. And I was like, yeah, I saw this like two days ago. Or things that I'll tag you in that I've forgotten that I've tagged you in three other times. Or the ones you ignore. All right. I don't get all those notifications sometimes. Well, I get a lot of spam ones. I don't know if you do too, from a lot of like porno. Random. Bots. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can open TikTok and try not to turn the volume on. So let's see. Most of my notifications are, let's see, Ramy, Ramy, sexual underscore hookup dot clicks dot ZN9. So that's totally Ooh, real. That's, that's, that's Amber. And then there's sexual hookup CBVJ3. So That's yeah. Tamara. And then there's user 5D1FK5P1ZF. So a lot of spam. That's big for a Frank. lot of fucking spam. So are we going to get into the meat and the potatoes of this episode right now? We didn't even, I didn't even do it in the intro, but we've no, been talking didn't. about we- a tweet that I saw that said, here's 10 TV shows to know me, to get to know me. So not technically your 10 favorites. Just 10 shows that you would tell people you watch to get to know you. And speaking of shows, I bought these on eBay. Figured I don't need to make an entire YouTube video just to open one pack of cards. Oh, these are the Dexter They're, cards? These are Dexter trading cards. I used to buy hobby boxes of these. And this what if you was don't like, get a Dexter uh, in it? I've never hit a Dexter. The best one I hit. Dokes? Uh, was it Dokes? No, there, like, there's a lot of shitty ones. Like, what the Quarta? His kid. No, I actually have a. I have a lot of them. I should show them off, but this supposedly I think has three. I should have pulled up the eBay listing. Let me see what this is from. This is a Comic-Con thing. So it was a mystery pack. It's called Regent Marketing. It's like an obscure card company that they produce like Dexter Hobby Boxes. Let me see what year this is from. Because they were expensive and they're very scarce now. And I finally caught up on Dexter. I'm only one episode behind. It's starting to get really good. Ooh, I look forward to it being over so we can, but, you can tell me about it. Batista was in an episode. I don't know if you remember Batista, but I told yeah. you, I told you and Alex, I was like, dad texted me and he goes, Batista's back. And of course I'm thinking Dave Batista. And I'm like, what? well, you just said Batista. That's what I thought of. Too, right? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like Dexter. And I was like, wait, what? Batista is back. So, oh, fuck. I didn't say spoiler alert, but this was like three or four episodes ago. But I can tell you how he came back. The cop in the show went to a serial killer or some sort of convention in New York City. And he which was the speaking. cop in the show is his 
his girlfriend. girlfriend. Okay. So by now, this is all right. Major spoiler alert. So by now, she, because of Batista, she figured out he's not who he says he is. He's not Jim Lindsay. But like, so he's talking. She talks to him about a case she's working on, and then he talks about go with your gut. Think about it. Whatever your gut says, do it. He talked about there was a cop who used to do that, Deborah Morgan. It's like, oh well, could she help? He's like, she died, and so did her brother. He had a kid too. What was his name? I don't remember. Oh wait, right, it was Harrison who's in the show. So she's like, what the fuck? I just met a kid named Harrison. So I was like, this is you have to suspend some disbelief that the guy from Miami would be in New York and then mention his dead his coworker yeah. and her brother, brother. and then the kid and had a son. kid. So I was like, I was like, all right, whatever, fine. But the guy who voices Mr. Krabs is in the show. He's the main bad guy. And he's fucking awesome. Clancy Brown. He was in Breaking Bad. I don't know if you know who Mr. Krabs is. No, I have no idea. Seriously, it's so pathetic. All right, so this is a San Diego Comic-Con mystery pack from 2012. Okay. So I think it's supposed to have like three cards plus three hits, which are like relics. Or autographs. So 2012. Let's just, yeah, pack ha- most packs have six cards, three promos, and three hits. So let me see if I can find what season this would be. 2012. Uh, oh, season four. So that's Trinity. Ooh. That would be John Lithgow, who was in the show in a flashback, but it was a, a newly shot scene. So he looked old as shit. Actually, he looked really good, surprisingly. Maybe so they CGI'd that. Basically, what the, the plot is now is his son as kind of like him. Because he, re- he remembers when Trinity killed his mother. He even though, he, even though he was... He, yes, basically. Even though he was one. So I'm going to open these. See what we get. Ooh, that's good. Good sound right there. All right, here we go. It's a good Come snap. Here. Looks like it has more than six cards. Hopefully the hits are at the back. I haven't opened any of these in a while. You would want to hit it from the back. Okay, so are these not Dexter cards? <laughs> these are Warlord of Mars. Okay, here we go. Red Sonia. Okay, here we go. Oh, it, it what the hell? Yeah, it's not even. What the hell? Yeah, it's I not, got ripped off. Yeah, it's not even Dexter. Let me hold on. Let me open this back. You got ripped off. Did I just not read the listing correctly? Oh my god! Why am I on the Getting Over podcast for that fucking guy? I left him a one star review for stealing our name. Oh, this is such a waste of money. Did I really fucking buy this? How do you screw that up? Was a mystery pack that maybe I just didn't read it correctly. Oh yeah, it was just San Diego Comic Con mystery pack. That's de- that's depressing. I was searching for Dexter's cards, and that's because that's who produces it. That sucks. Yeah, so I I don't know what Warlord of Mars is. That was a I, book. It was a novel. I got this, which is a limited edition comic panel, and then an autograph of. Oh, I know this guy. Kevin Dunn, the actor. He's in oh, a he was in uh, Transformers. He's in a ton of stuff. So at least that's somebody I know, but I don't know. Oh, that's 
to transform a card. There you go. Better but than the is... uh, Kevin Dunn from WWE. Yes, I would have killed myself. But that is uh, that is typical shit that I would do, not pay attention enough. So I thought it was a Dexter pack. So that is depressing. Maybe I'll I'll mail you this Kevin Dunn autograph. So that is now I'm just annoyed and don't want to do this podcast anymore. I can't believe you screwed that up. Unbelievable. What was I doing? You have to always inspect what you expect. I guess I just I had it in my like um what's it called? Like saved listings for a while. So I thought it was Dexter and then I was just like, yeah, let's do it. Should have read the thing. Because I knew Bregent was Dexter and just assumed. Should never assume. Uh, good thing it wasn't $158. Oh, God. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wasn't anywhere near that. But that's, yeah, that's annoying. Because I wanted to open more Dexter cards. Bastards. Maybe, well, you didn't send me 100 yeah. bucks. Maybe I'll try and find a box to open, uh, <laughs> open uh, another day. All right. So we have, what, a list of... 186 honorable mentions plus our like 10 shows that you would tell people. It was, it was really hard. I, I only left myself five honorable mentions. So I kept, as I kept thinking of other shows, I would take something from my list, move it to honorable mentions, move an honorable mention is off the list entirely. I kind I of feel thought, like you should, you should have way more. Cause I have, there's so many shows that I like. I like that. Well, you can- I thought of shows that I've seen, like every episode multiple times. Cause that kind of says a lot about me that I, yeah. I watch things that I'm familiar with and I know it's going to happen. Cause that helps my anxiety. Yeah. That's what people say. That's why people binge shows over and over again. Yeah. And that's basically what I do. I watch the same, like nine shows. There we go. List of sitcoms. Cause you didn't, oh, is this the same fucking thing. All right. Yeah. Cause you didn't realize that shows, like the eighties and nineties were a lot of like first run syndication. Yeah. So I like, had no idea. So like you, when you see, said like, that about um, Charles and Charles, like Rachel Ray, Rachel Ray's talk show is on like whatever fucking CBS affiliate or whatever we have here. It's not on CBS everywhere. It's on random affiliates throughout. So that's what happened with Charles and Charles. They got canceled in 80, uh, 84 was their first season. They got canceled. And so a couple of years later, they got brought back on first run syndication. So you'd probably be on like, your local Pix Eleven or whatever, like your local CW, and it it did really well. But that's a whole that's a different topic after we get to our list. So I feel like I want to hear yours first. Mine are I'm very weird. I don't watch a lot of shows, but the ones I do watch, like the same fucking shows. So yeah, I want to hear I want to hear your. Do you want to do your list and then we'll go over honorable mentions, or do you want to like? Because I have a lot of honorable mentions where it's like, these are good shows that I watch a lot, but I wouldn't put them in my 10 to like, this is what you should know about me. I'll give you my honorable mentions. All right, then so I'll I do mine. Five. All right. So I had his honorable Obviously, the list of honorable mentions and even my top 10 is in no particular order. It's just... Yeah, there's, this isn't a top 10. It's just 10 shows. 10 yeah. shows to you know understand how much of a piece of shit I am. <laughs> so I had 24 for Sutherland. I could probably guess them. We talked about this a little bit. You have that. You have The Wire. You have First 48. None of them are on my list. Really? Wire yeah, First was 48, one of your... The Wire, not on there. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen, but I've only ever watched it once all the way through. I wouldn't have that as a show to, to know who I am. Interesting. I had, obviously, Full Seinfeld. House, because I mean, me and the Olsen twins, like, 
Danny Tanner. That was my first crush. I had a crush on Bob Saget. I had a crush on Danny Tanner. I had a crush on Danny Tanner. I freely admit. Wow. <laughs> you just learned a lot that about me a, right there. Wow. That's, that's, that's not a wow. That's a wow. That's an honorable yeah, that's right. mention. I forgot too. we're an honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I also had uh, House as an honorable mention. Loved that show. It's on I, Pop TV. I almost put that on there. Three. But I, 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 ne- I never finished. Really? I don't think I ever. Like, I know what happens at the end. Doesn't he? Yeah, like, it, it he ends and, very depressingly. He and the other guy like go run away or something because one of them isn't somebody's dying or something. Do you want me to sp- spoiler alert? I feel like I, I knew it. So if you tell me, I'll probably remember. Wilson is dying of cancer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So House fakes his death so he can spend his last days with Wilson because he was supposed to go to jail. Didn't the end few seasons get like really fucking weird? Yeah. Like, weren't they just like different? Like, didn't Lisa Edelstein or Edelstein, whatever, she was gone. Yeah, but she like, left was, the last season. That was like a because it changed a lot. Because what's his face? The Australian and the chick, didn't they leave? The Jennifer Morrison left. Uh the guy, the Australian Chase, he was still in the show, just not in it as frequently. Was Omar Epps always in it? Or did yes. he also leave? He was always in it. Because it changed a while when they brought in like the Cutner and fucking Taub and, and the fucking short 13. Ball guy. But like every episode. Uh, she's sick. We'll check for sarcoidosis. It's not fucking sarcoidosis. <laughs> Didn't you say that one episode it was? Yes, one episode it was sarcoidosis. Like I can't uh, even say that. Check for sarcoidosis. That's how I know that from fucking house. And then there's a good vaccine um clip where the, the he's with, with the, the kid, woman right? and the, her kid. Yeah. It's like, well, we're not getting. Oh, somebody's debuting. Is that Mercedes Martinez? Yep. Yikes. Okay. Uh, Speaking of TV shows, and I didn't put wrestling in there. I didn't put like wrestling or sports in any of my things because that's Neither like, yeah, that'll get to know me. But I don't really consider that like a TV show. But fucking yeah, it, it was like he goes on a tirade against her for not being vaccinated or vaccinating her kid, which is good. But yeah, that's a good show. Uh, another honorable mention I had was uh, Agents of Shield, which yeah, was like one it. of the OG Marvel shows. It was on ABC. It, phenomenal, phenomenal. Loved it, loved it. And uh, my last honorable mention, NCIS. Mark Harmon's a piece of shit. But. Isn't that new? Is that uh, the regular one? Yeah, I liked I I like all of them except for NCIS Los Angeles. I loved NCIS New Orleans. You don't like Scott Chris, O'Don- Chris O'Donnell and LL Cool J? I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. I don't I loved- understand because it's naval criminals, whatever. Investigative fuck, right? services. So yes. what are they investigating? Naval crimes? Yes. I know There's a lot of Navy crimes. Yeah, this, that's why I like no thanks. Basically, like every week somebody in the Navy's dead. So but also, you, do you see you a wheelchair? Do you see a wheelchair under Mark Harmon? Do you see a wheelchair <laughs> under Mark Harmon? I know this is like your Gil Gerard speech. No, it is not. That that that's that shows got it. I hope that's on your list. If it's not, I'm gonna end the podcast. But uh what's your give me your list? My list? You're gonna yes. be very disappointed. So you you guessed one of them, Seinfeld, obviously. I mean, yeah, not, I've seen every episode of Seinfeld at least 10 times. I feel like I could watch it and it's funny. I just I don't like Jerry Seinfeld as a person or as the character. Like, uh, give me a show with George and fucking Eileen <laughs> and he, Kramer. He, Jerry was the least funny. Well, person. He's, a, he's a straight guy. He's just a normal like dude. Like, so he's he had not, funny moments. Okay, that's supposed like, to be the the main guy like comedic wise so i get it i'm not but it's just what's the deal with it like fuck you dude like just you're not funny your stand-up comedy is not good 
It's just so not. did you know my my favorite cookie is a black and yeah, white cookie I know, because of Seinfeld? Super fucking overrated. I, I get in this because argument of with Alex all the time. It's such an overrated cookie. Yeah, I bought you black and white cookies. I still have some in my freezer. It's just they're not they're not bad, I like and I, I prefer the vanilla side. I'm more of vanilla to chocolate, but they're just vanilla and chocolate. Like, give me most other cookies. The magically delicious Chips Ahoy that you always talk about. I've never had a Chips Ahoy. You never had one? No. They're, they're not very good. Like, they're good in milk, but they're like, Oreos just, you, you can't compare. I'm fucking Kevin Dunn. He's, uh, it's just pissing me off just staring at it. Give me your list before I get more angry. So I went over Seinfeld. You got Seinfeld, that one. Yeah. Uh, South Park. Yeah, okay. Great, which I highly recommend watching the uh, the two specials on Paramount Plus. Which thank you for the uh, the login. I Fantastic. am about two thousand four is when I was like heavily into South, uh, South Park with like the Michael Jackson episode and all that shit. Like I was huge into South Park, and I just sort of like they're more plot oriented than Family Guy, maybe even The Simpsons. So like, and probably like the last decade or so, they'll have three or four episodes that all tie in the same storyline, and like the Obama episode. And I was like, how could you? Did you predict that he would win? But they, their animations are so shitty that they get they it like done a week in like a week. Family yeah. Guy and The Simpsons, they have to like send those off to get animated. It takes months. So that's why South Park is South Park is great. I just, I don't know. I just never got back into it. The um the two newer specials i had uh the post-covid and then post-covid the return of covid which was the most recent one post-covid the return of covid i actually cried during a fucking south park episode they're fucking hilarious they're, it hit me the, no the i'm one. not crying from laughter from emotion it oh, hit me in the fields i'm the, a bitch the, the, the wrestling one that's not real wrestling <laughs> mister take your gay porn and walk right out of here like that shit is they're fucking they're great trey and fucking matt they're fucking hilarious but Whatever they do is not nothing compared to basketball. I'm sorry. I don't care how shitty sequel to basketball because the movie did so shitty and I think they hated it or because I know they made fun of each other. There's one episode where Stan was like something about getting tickets to see basketball or something like that. And that movie is so good. Like those guys don't understand. It's fucking incredible. I don't care how much it's so good. So good. All right. So those guys are geniuses. Yes. See, what's I have my list? Uh, ER. Really? You fucking have a vagina. You have a vagina. Obsessed with ER. It's on it's on every day during the week, starting at 9 a.m. on Pop TV. And as I'm working, I'll have it on the background. It's 15 seasons, and I swear to God, I've seen every episode five times. Fucking ERs. How many fucking men? I never got into too many medical dramas. Like I liked house trying to diagnose. Isn't ER basically they're trying to save people? Like they're not diagnosing anything, right? It's like no, I mean they're in an emergency room. room. This yeah. is gunshot wound. Let's but yeah. also let's go into this room and have sex. Stuff like basically. that. I, I'm I'm assuming that's what happens in all hospitals, yeah. right? Where's the doctor? Oh, totally. oh, he's fucking the nurse over there. All right, let's well, a couple episodes. You know, the doctor was banging like the patient's mom and stuff. It's great. Have you ever seen Saint Elsewhere? No. Have you ever heard of Saint Elsewhere? Yes, I've heard of it. Have you heard of the ending? No. Oh my god! Uh, I have to. This is a whole new episode. Have you ever, you ever heard of the Tommy Westfall universe? Oh my god! No, that's the whole. Like we can have a whole episode on how insane. Wasn't that was. wasn't Mr. Feeney in Saint Elsewhere? Yeah, Howie Mandel, Denzel Washington. 
I did not know how he Mandel was in it. Denzel sounds familiar, but I remember William Daniels. That's Mr. Freeman, William Daniels. There's like a, I don't know if. Ed, it was Ed Begley Jr. too. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really good cast. But like, do you want me to like give you, like tell you what it is? Or do you want to do the whole episode where you don't even like know about it? Because the wanna, ending of. I want to not know anything. Because the ending of St. Elsewhere is just, it's a really weird ending that launches this whole theory. Like, do you want me to not even tell you about the ending of the show? I've never seen. I've never even I've, seen the show. I've never seen one episode, but I know you're going to re, you're gonna need to bring this to the table for me. It has in a, like in a future episode. one of the most famous endings to a TV show ever. I I never knew any of this. Have you ever heard of the Twenty Seven Club? No. What the fuck? You know nothing. Like that's something to do with you know nothing about the Twenty Seven Club. No. All right, that's two things that we have to discuss. But is that like six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon? No, it has nothing to do with. Yeah, I mean, it has to do with celebrities, but I don't want to tell you anything about it if you don't know anything about it. Then you have to write down 27 Club and St. Elsewhere ending. St. Elsewhere ending plus Tommy Westfall universe. I'll change the spelling, but you can put that in there. But it's this whole thing where it's like that ending spawns like an entire universe of shows. That's all I'll tell you. It's interesting. fucking nuts. So, like, I'll, I'll tell you that St. Elsewhere connects to Coach somehow. Okay, no, that's that's okay. That's, that's the the universe. It's insane. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, so next week we're gonna do TV heavy the next few weeks. That's interesting. So um, so what was that? Three? Four that was three. Next on my list is the uh, the original Law and Order, which is coming back season twenty one coming I think next year. You're a disgrace to Robert Gorn. I'm sorry. I mean that was uh, a great show with fucking um, Jerry Orbach is the fucking man. I love that dude. I love Jerry Orbach, Jesse Elmar, Sam Waterston, Sam like Waterston, the hot ADAs they had. Jill Hennessy was one of them. I, they I killed remember. her off though after like two seasons. I don't remember who the other ones were. Elena Mast, Angie Harmon. Something. Don't forget Angie Harmon, Jason Seward's wife. I still follow her because she's still hot. Yeah, so they had a lot of hot, and then the one from SVU was hot. I loved Diane Neal. She was so fucking hot. She was in a bunch of NCIS episodes. I just had a yeah. thing for her for some reason. Stephanie March, who Bobby Flay's Bobby Flay ex-wife. Yeah. And then I'm surprised you've never seen, have you seen Conviction? I, I think I asked you this. It was only point. one season. Yeah, I, but I like. I was, never got was, into it. I was super into that. Like Mel, Melina Govich was in, she was, I think she went to the regular Law & Order after that show. Yep. Yeah, that was a really good show. And I was pissed it got canceled. Like that was surprisingly a, a network show that I was actually into. All right, so that's what, four? Mm. Impractical Jokers, obviously. I mean, how could I not have it on my list? Yep. It's like just like the which, it's like the comfort go-to. Which, by the way, I I I'm the opposite. Like uh, that's on my list, but like I don't really like to watch it because it's the punishments are cringe. I can't watch the cringe punishments. Some like, of the punishments are fun. cringe. Some of them are the hilarious. Cr- no, Some the of them cr- actually make me physically uncomfortable. I mean, just the cringe punishments where I'm like, mm. like the bingo, the bingo. When I see things that are awkward, where like Q saying something where he just just super awkward, I get uncomfortable. And like I, I usually don't watch it. But remember how you said it sucked? I did first like couple episodes. Like this show's fucking for, stupid. For like a year, you were like, I'm not gonna watch it. it looks dumb. It's fucking stupid. And, and then there, once and I actually like, sat down, and the first season's not great. It's like the punishment where Joe's on the toilet and he has to ask for toilet paper. Like they've, but I feel like they've gotten away from the games. And they go more punishment heavy. I prefer 
games, the games yeah. and then a little bit of punishment at the end. I so think I the feel like very, they need to tone it down. I think the very first episode I ever watched, I was like, this is fucking stupid. I think it was a punishment where, God, I want to say it might have been Joe was in like stockades and they let people like throw pies in his face and oh, yeah, all this yeah, other yeah. random shit. I yeah. think that was the first episode they I ever hit saw him with like, a fish. Is, yeah, I was like, this is just stupid. Have you seen the like behind the scenes one where they're sitting on the stoop? They're like yes. talking yeah, about yeah. like unseen footage. There's a clip in there. I don't think it aired on a regular episode. Alex and I were at a family member's house and we're watching it. And he's Sal's at the behind the counter at Wendy's. And Joe goes, All right, tell him to tell this guy you'll give him your whole meal for free if you show him. Uh, he shows you his tits. Oh, I so, remember that. So Sal starts laughing and he goes, uh, I'll give you this meal for free if you uh, show me your tits. Like he said it like that. And Alex and I were like crying, laughing at how Sal delivered that. Just uh, show me tits. So what's your favorite punishment? Mine is the bathroom of horrors where Sal's locked in the bathroom. I just oh, something, the fireman something about that punishment where it's just like Sal's stuck in a room. And they're fucking with him. And it's like, no, no cringe. It's just Sal being uncomfortable. Like, I just I love that punishment. I want to see because every time I'll find a clip of it, it's not the whole clip that and like. Him in the haunted house, him in the corn maze. Those are th- good punishments. Those I think are fun. Him, him in the um, the virtual reality. That's when, great too. That I think so they, that one's my favorite because he has that VR thing on, and then he takes it off, and he's like in that exact like room. Biggest, How do you not feel the people around you though? He's the big. Well, you're in VR. I've never done VR, but I imagine your whole like sensory is just overloaded. But he's such a fucking baby. It's like seems fake, but you know it's fucking not fake. It's just. Those guys are amazing. Yeah. So that's, I, yeah, that's on my When list. are they going to do, like, when is the next season coming out? Is there next season? Like, they are filming another season, aren't they? I think they got renewed for another, like, one or two at least. Oh, good. Because, you know, I always see them posting on Instagram and stuff. I never see them, like, together. So I'm like, oh, God, they broke up. I miss Dinner Party, too. I used to really like that show. That was a good show. All right. So, top, that was your first five. Yep. So, uh, let's see. What's the next? office? Dynamite? Oh. Yeah. yeah, you've seen that. Dyn- you've seen you've seen Dynamite. I didn't know you watched The Office. Every episode. So I assume which, Parks and Rec is also on your list. Hundred percent Parks and Rec. That is, even though I've you know come to find out Chris Pratt sucks at life. Yeah, it's such a garbage. Such a good show. But I Pete, love Rob Lowe. I love Adam Scott. Just amazing. you can you can watch a show. Pete Davidson said this about like music. I think I think it was R. Kelly. As long as it you was admit, R. Kelly, yeah. As long as you admit what a piece of shit whoever you're watching or listening to you is, can enjoy you're it. fine. You can watch the Cosby show as long as you acknowledge Bill Cosby's a fucking dick bag. Like <laughs> dick bag again. Dick bag. Bag Carson of dicks. Rick. Amazing. Amazing. I always I've seen a few episodes. I don't like as I don't I'm not a big Aziz guy. No, that's understandable. I but... didn't start watching Parks and Rec until after it was already over. My wife loved Parks and Rec. It's like, oh, you'll you need to watch the show, you'll love it. She's the same one that got me to start watching The Office. I didn't watch any of these shows until they were fucking yeah. over. I, I just, I, I've seen, they're not, they're not bad. I won't say they're bad. I just, that's not, I'm not really into it. Like Amy Poehler's hilarious. I think I would like, although I almost said Michael Scott, fucking. Um, Steve Carell. No, oh, I was going to, I couldn't think of it. Yeah, he's amazing. So I'm sure it's funny. And like the whole, he got fucked out of the last, like they didn't even ask him back. I think I was reading where he was like, he was expecting them to ask him back and they like never did. And they were just moved on it's like how do you even do that and then ed helms became the star did he wasn't it fucking robert california fucking what's his face james James spader Spader? he wasn't really the star i mean ed helms was the star 
Yeah, they made him the manager. Like the the show really focused around John Krasinski's character, but yeah, like Ed Helms became one of the. Just I don't want to hear about Jim points. and Pam. Like I'm sorry, I don't care. They were the most toxic relationship. Yeah, I, I don't just, care what anybody fucking says. They were a toxic relationship. I just yeah, um, that's probably a show I'll never watch. But I know a so lot that, of people who are obsessed with it. So that's seven uh, of my my ten. Lucky um, number eleven. Also have Scrubs on there. Uh, fucking love Zach Braff. Love Zach Braff. Uh, nothing against it. Just was never really. I know the what's his face. Who's the bald guy who had his acapella group? I know exactly. I don't know who's he played. Name he, he, played he played Ted in the show. This, I can't yeah, remember. He passed they, away. They, he passed they, away. I did hear that. They sang the uh, Charles and Charge theme on that show. Yes. So that's where I know that from. Zach Braff is kind of like fucking tool. Give me Donald Faison. All, all Donald Faison was, not was Zach awesome. Bra- I mean, I, whatever. That, that's I would never have guessed that would have been on your list. You fucking love medical shows. I do. I, for whatever a comedy reason. medical show and then a sexy medical show. Is Grey's Anatomy next? I've never seen a single episode of Grey's Anatomy, and I pride myself on the fact that I've never seen a you, single. I'm sure you would like it. There's Anatomy. nothing. There's nothing wrong. Like these aren't shows that I'd be like. I would never watch them. I just it takes a lot for me to get into a TV show. Like I don't want to get into a TV show because once I get into it, I'm fucking into it. Like I'll talk about Dexter. I've never been able to rewatch the last two seasons of Dexter because I'm so heavily into it and so much fucked up shit happens that I just I, I, I physically can't click yes on Netflix or wherever the fuck it is now I cannot watch the rest of that show again I've never rewatched the last two seasons ever and I Sam know Lloyd never, was his name Sam Lloyd I just had to, I when had did to he die uh, last year April of 2020 Fucking 2020, man. He died of an inoperable brain tumor, which was subsequently revealed to be metastatic lung cancer that had spread to his liver, spine, and jaw. That's terrible. His wife had given birth to their son around the time he was received his diagnosis. That's awful. Wasn't he old by then? He was uh, 55, 56. Having a kid? Interesting. I mean, not that you can't, but... That sucks that he was having a kid old later in life and then fucking died. That sucks. He was a good guy. Not that and I know him, but seemed like a good guy. He had a good voice. So that's eight. Then my my last two, uh, the X Files. Because I mean, I, I I knew that. I remember that. Yeah, big into the X Files. and Scully, baby, and uh, Burn Notice. I never watched Burn Notice. I was really. Heard. Yeah, I never. I know it was on USA. All that you see, all the previews oh and stuff. If you USA does shows so well, suits, suits was good. I never finished suits. I got once I get behind on a show, it's hard for me to go back. Scandal, I never finished. Suits, I don't remember what, the last. Did you ever watch Scandal? Um, my wife watched like the first two seasons, and I would watch some episodes. I, I never got into it, and then she stopped watching it. Yeah, there was a point where something happened, and like I won't spoil it, but that's when I stopped watching and I just, there was so many episodes left on the DVR and I was like, it's too overwhelming. Can't do it. So I'm like really bad at that. Like I have, let me check my DVR right now. You know how behind I am on family guy. Let me see. Fucking spectrum. I have 16 episodes of storage wars left. Oh, Jesus Christ. Family guy. I have I'm eight episodes behind. I just, it piles up and then I'm like, I'm going to do it. It's hard to, 
That's what I did yesterday. Or yeah, yesterday. Finally got rid of a bunch of Dexter episodes. So which one of those was your most watched? Most watched probably. Like, do you watch 24 at all anymore? Yeah, sometimes, like, if Kate's traveling or something, I'll pop in a season and just watch, like, 10 episodes in a row. Is that streaming anywhere? I think it might be on Amazon Prime, or was on Amazon Prime. It might still be. But uh, probably my most watch is, right now, ER. Wow. Never would have guessed that. So I have a ton of fucking honorable mentions because I like stuff on like history channel and discovery. Like, let's see, I'm going to try to delete these as I say them. Like, and surprisingly though, notice I did not have family guy on there at all. Yeah. Which you should, because you're just, you're basically as into that as you are South park. I don't watch family guy really anymore. I'll watch the reruns. I don't think I've watched an actual new episode since like a, when you used to have them on the DVR, I'd watch a couple of them, but I, yeah, I you don't really have haven't regularly watched it in years. But I feel like the, all the old ones you're super into, so it should be oh, completely should be an honorable mention. You're right. You're right. It should be on there. And the Simpsons, like, what the fuck? You're the Simpsons guy. You and Griff are like the biggest Simpsons fans I know. I haven't That's, regularly watched the Simpsons in probably at least fifteen yeah, years. Now. Yeah, but these cartoons like this, you don't have to watch the new ones. It's all about like the their gold. That's true. The classic. Yeah. Like so, like I have. Let's see. I have the Simpsons on my honorable mentions because it's on FXX and I basically watch it every day. That and family yeah. guy are always on. I also have, like I said, I love stuff like dirty jobs with micro. I know you fucking hate micro. I want to have Kiak on so we can just double team you. Like I have oh, I that, that show. and fucking um, the old episodes of American pickers before Frank left. Cause I don't watch it anymore. I refuse to watch it now. That's a good show. Like, I used to like that show. Like I can watch that, that like diners, drive-ins and dives. Those are the shows that storage wars, you put those on a marathon, I will f- just sit there and watch that all day. I don't care how many episodes of storage wars I've seen the same exact shit. I, I will watch all of it, it's, no matter how many times. I just, I love that shit. And then there are the cartoons. Like I said, um, what's it called? Simpsons are on there. I also put American Dad, which is super underrated. I didn't realize actually how good it was until I actually started watching it. Used to be on TBS. I also put Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Archer. Used to be I've never seen Archer. I've never seen Archer. I've never seen Aquatine. What was that? Aquatine. Aquatine Hunger Force. That's like a really obscure one. Archer is really good. Like the first few seasons when they're like, because like when ISIS was first, like we discovered what ISIS was, that was the name of their like detective agency. So they, they changed and they changed the format of the show, but that was really good. And then let's see, I put some Nickelodeon shows. I put Hey Dude on there. You remember Hey Dude? Oh, Hey Dude. Oh, I, binged, I binged that a couple years ago. And it's fucking awesome. Like, I remember that before that, that Ben Stiller's ex-wife was on it. And I just remember seeing that in, in the 90s on reruns. And I was like, I need to rewatch that show. And that and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, good job. I, I still watch that show like now. And I'm like, this is fucking brilliant stuff for like a Canadian kids show. Uh, and then let's see, what else do I have? I actually put Squid Game on there because really, like, I watched one episode. I was like, it's all right. And the second episode, it really gets into it. And it's like really good. Like, do you know anything about it? No. Like you've never seen like the, the clips of it. Like the, you don't know. Anything. I just know the red light, just the red light, green light stuff. That's like been on TikTok. Well, you know, like how they die, right? Like the point of it is you have to play these games. And if you lose, you die. Oh, that's terrible. 
I would probably be so dead minute one. The whole storyline of like the main characters and like it's I would recommend it. It's really good. And it's I watched it. It's dubbed in English, so you don't have to read while you're doing it. So I put that on there and I'm surprised this wasn't on at least your honorable mentions Chappelle show. See, I we grew up on that shit. It's like probably the best sketch comedy show that and like I, obviously SNL, but like non-live shows or like mad tv was good too i don't know if you ever watched mad tv back in the day i used to like i used to like mad tv that was super underrated Stewart. yeah michael mcdonald not the singer i'm pretty sure his name's michael mcdonald you know i know randy had you know asked what our favorite like you know top whatever sketch comedy shows do you know what my my number one would be i'm surprised it wasn't Chappelle's show it it would be probably my number two i don't you, you should know what my number one would be it's not snl sketch comedy well, there's SNL, there's Kids in the Hall, there's Mad TV, Chappelle Show, Key and Peel, and like other obscure stuff that I've probably never heard of. I don't know what think, the hell. Think '90s, early '90s, early '90s sketch shows, but the Ben Stiller show. It started somebody's like career, basically. I'm not. Multiple sure. people's careers actually got started on the show. One of them is actually is a dancer. I have no idea. Not in color. Oh, yeah. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Do you know that J-Lo started as a dancer on that show? J-Lo got hotter as she got older. Yeah, she 100%. Like, she did. wasn't really that attractive when she was younger. And then boom. Like She's she in her hot. 50s now. And my God. Amazing. But in living color would be on there. But I just want to go back to one thing before you get to your list. I know you're going over your honorable mentions. I still have more honorable mentions. Frank isn't in American Pickers anymore. I knew him and Mike were well, shooting. I, I, I didn't know you, he was I sent you all those links. They didn't really ask him back. He's officially out of the show, though. Yeah, and Danielle wow. finally showed her boobs on her Patreon or whatever the fuck. I can't believe he's officially out of the show. Yeah, it's, I don't watch it anymore. Like it, they split it up where it was like Frank and Robbie would go out picking, and like Mike and Danielle would go out picking, and then like. So 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 Frank I want to see cool Mike. with Mike's brother, but not Mike. I don't know what the deal is with their feuding, but that was before he got off the show. But apparently they don't talk and it's it's a whole disaster. But like That's sad, I don't care if it's like, all right, it's not totally real. The way they interact with people, it makes it it's, it's I don't know. It's just a good show where they like find random shit. Like, is it really real? I, it seems real to me. Like, I don't know if you ever watched, you know, Storage Wars. And then there were yeah. auction hunters with like this really the fat bald guy and the other guy. Where it was like every episode, it was like, all right, we're going to stick to our number. We're going to get this locker. All right. So every time, every episode, you get your locker for your exact what you want to pay for. And every single time you find a fucking gem, like at least storage wars, they'll throw out that Barry found fucking nothing and he lost six. He spent four grand and And (laughs) 17 dollars. I told you Barry's back now, right? That's why I have all these new episodes. I'm the one that told you Barry was back. Did you? I saw it on. Yeah, I remember I sent you articles and I was like, Barry's back. And you didn't believe me at first. And fucking Jared and Brandy broke up. So that's super Which awkward. Is sad. She could do better than him, though. But they were like high school sweethearts or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. But then, all right. So I got five more. What you got? Two on Netflix. I put Marvel Netflix is just in, in a general. Like Daredevil, Jessica Jones. No, just everything but Daredevil. Daredevil's on my list. But like all okay. the other ones. Like I liked Iron Fist. I know people, it sucked, but I, I liked Iron Fist. Compared to the other Marvel shows on there, it was pretty terrible. But the Defenders, I liked though. This might sound racist, like maybe just like I liked Luke Cage a lot, but I liked Iron Fist more because I guess I can't really relate as much to the black characters on Luke Cage. 
So I liked Iron Fist more. But Luke I Cage liked the was Punisher really, better than Luke really Cage good. or Iron Fist. Punisher was that's on that's uh, yeah, Punisher was fucking awesome because Johnny Bernthal is fucking incredible. I, that's one of my favorite actors. He's so good. So Marvel Netflix. I also put Stranger Things on there, which never seen it. I see this is more of like a list of like, yeah, get to know me, but favorite show, like Stranger Things. I think I binged all three seasons in like a week, which was not good because I was so tired by the end of it. <laughs> but it's a lot of like the first two seasons are kind of like the same, but it's still really good. And then uh, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, but only Gorn, only, the Gorn only episodes, Gorn right? and Eames episodes. Like I binged that show. Remember, you didn't realize that Peacock was free for Xfinity. So I was watching it on Peacock. And I would have to be like, all right, let me info uh, Chris Noth. Nope. Next. Because he, I don't remember what the exact story was, but it was like his character was so intense. He was like having a panic attacks or like. He got like burned out too, I think, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So like they changed, but and then he kind of got fat, but he's one of the best actors in the fucking planet. You weren't a big uh, Jeff Goldblum fan when he was on the show? I mean, he's fine. It's just, it's not when you're going comparing yourself to Robert Gorin and fucking Alexander Eames, you no chance. And then two 80s and 90s sitcoms. I'll give you a, a guess. See if you can guess. One is a uh, more of a 90s sitcom, and then one is like the most classic 80s sitcom you could think of. Like if somebody just says 80s sitcom, what's one of the first ones you would think of? Joni Loves Trashy? <laughs> Surprised you even know what that is. That Perfect didn't strangers. last very long. No, that's not that's that I'll put that on the list now. It's 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 a one of them is a perfect strangers adjace, which you should get instantly. Perfect strangers adjace. The spin-off of perfect strangers. Oh my god, why can't I think of the goddamn name? It was on the list and Kate wanted to hear about it. Family Matters. Yes. That's oh, on I don't know why that's, that's like on win, TBS Eric Winslow. That's on TBS at like six in the morning. So whenever I get up, it's always on and I have a bunch on my DVR. And I, I'll try and do like an in-depth into this, but like Steve Urkel was not a main character. Could you imagine that? First of all, that show wouldn't have lasted nine Wasn't years. Wasn't he supposed to be like a one-off? He was supposed to be like just a sh- like side character. And it's, I don't know how they did it back then where it was like, you do focus groups of like before it aired while it's airing. Like, I, I don't really understand, but like they, he was so popular. The show morphed into the Winslow it family should. to like, about him. And I always wondered if Reginald Vell Johnson was either like, all right, this asshole is fucking the star now and fucked me out of a leading role. Or he's like, Hey, without this kid, we probably would have been canceled as he a black, as a black, just, as a black sitcom. They probably wouldn't have made it very far. He, he, Reginald Vell Johnson just seems, and this might be because he's, you know, he plays that type of character, but he just seems like the nicest goddamn guy. I would be devastated if he was a dick. Like, like he I, just I would seems, cry if he was a dick. You know what I actually thought of yesterday that we need to do? Because obviously I think, like you said, uh, we're going to be doing very TV heavy the next few weeks. I want to do a list of the best TV dads. Dilwilfs? Oh, oh, I was just watching a commercial and a chick rolled her ankle. That's not cool. Yeah. So put that on the list too. And then I feel like that would be a good, a good conversation to have. I don't know if we have time to do everything we want to do. We're already at like an hour and six. This might be a long episode. Yeah, we so, might either have to bounce I, Randy Woodfield or uh <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to. Um I'm okay with that. And then there's one about four women that you should really know. Living single? No. <laughs> okay. Four older women. 
<laughs> Golden Girls. I know. Still hot though. Oh, <laughs> uh, Go- were you really big into Rue McClanahan? She's the. I think because I know from what I was reading that Betty White went out for that part. I believe they went out for each other's parts and then they switched them. Because I always thought Betty White was Rue McClanahan was not um, attractive. B. Arthur either. Well, I mean, yeah, that's because she got because they would make fun of um, her character for um, what's her face. They would make fun of um, Betty White's character for being dumb, but Betty White's smart. They would make make fun of B. Arthur's character for being tall and ugly, and she, like that's what she looked like. So she got pissed. So she didn't also didn't like Betty White's personality. So they sort of had like a feud. But you know, as as you're going through this, and I'm thinking about '80s TV shows, I've actually just thought of two shows that should have probably made my honorable mentions, and I'm actually angry at myself. Okay, what are they? Night Court. Oh yeah, you do talk about Night Court and Married with Children. Like uh, what? Yeah. The, what? What the hell, Chris? What the hell? Yeah, you never. You bought me Coach instead of Married with Children, so that's why I I, I binge watch Coach. But Married with Children is a uh, fantastic <laughs> show. Like I'm angry at myself that I didn't have that on my. Like, yeah, that just, should have been on your honorable you know, mentions. Because yeah. you you start doing all the you start thinking of all these shows and you start thinking of other. I, they never never came up to me. All right, so let me get into my list. I'll, I'll I did Impractical Jokers. We don't need to go over that. I did Family Guy, my favorite cartoon by far. So I don't need to get into that. Let's see. I put which makes sense thinking about you. Those would probably be the first two shows I would I would attribute to you. I know there's one other that I would attribute to you, which I know is probably it's on your list because what is it? I've said MacGyver because I know I've told you. Yeah, I'm going to do that later. But yeah, I put Conan on here because you know in college I was fucking I loved Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Every time I'd try to go to sleep early you'd fucking put that show on on purpose knowing that I was not going to be able to fall asleep because I was fucking listening to it. Yep. And I'm like, that's the best talk show ever. Like that was for our generation. He was, he appealed to us, not the fucking like um, Johnny Carson audience of like 60, 70 year olds. He was doing stupid shit. Like I would give anything to go back and fucking be able to watch us. If they put those on Peacock, I would watch that shit in order from like, 93 to <laughs> I because I, like once Andy left no offense to Andy like I really started once he got like that classic like 2003 ish that that like bluish sofa from like 03 to when we were in college all the way up to when he left in 09 like that shit I would just and I would just watch the beginning I don't care about the guests I want to I watch for the monologue and the comedy that stuff is absolute gold all right so I you put know that my, on my one of my favorite segments on the show was always in the year 2000 <laughs> Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Fucking uh, La Bamba. And not, I can't get that high. Anytime Abe Vigoda. Anytime Abe Vigoda showed up. There was one where he like, I think it was when he was leaving. He like took Abe out of a cage and like set him free in New York or whatever. But Conan's remotes are like the best ever. Even when he went and I'm including Conan on TBS and The Tonight Show, which he got a fucking raw deal on. And oh, he got Conan. Fuck, fuck Jay Leno. Fuck Jay Leno. But like his show is just his comedy is just it's just me. Like it gets a little old sometimes. He'll say the same stuff, but it's just like he's absolutely fucking brilliant. All right. So I, that's on there. Which makes I put, sense. I allow I, it. I put Mar- all the Marvel shows in my honorable mentions, except for Daredevil. Daredevil is one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's just. It's a shame that it got canceled because Netflix sucks. 
but hey, Charlie, he's he's back in the uh, in the MCU now. The uh, the what they did, you've seen it, right? You watched all of Daredevil, I think. Yep. How they gave his secret identity away, like in the first season. I was sort of like, this is. I'm not a fan of this. Fucking, what's his? What was his character in Mighty Ducks? Because you know the movie better than I do. Fulton Reed. Yeah. They showed Fulton Reed who he was Daredevil by like the end of season one. And I was like, yeah, really? And then by the end of season two, she knew. And it was like, come on. But it really didn't affect the show at all. And then Vincent D'Onofrio is absolute fucking genius. Also back in the MCU now. Which is amazing. I'm glad you finally saw that, but you you kind of already knew. But I, yeah, don't, I, mean, I don't they, I they don't, had they had dropped hints of it. Like he did all that shit where he probably killed hundreds of people and now he's out of jail already. Like the fuck? It's our legal system for you. Like, are you kidding? But how, how does he involve? How is he involved with Hawkeye of all people? Um, spoiler alert. Coming yeah, I'm right probably now. never gonna watch it, so it's fine. So uh, Hawkeye is fighting with the tracksuit mafia, which Kingpin is the is the one in charge of the tracksuit mafia. That was never in Daredevil, was it? Nope. All right. So it's from it's it's basically from the comics. right from the comics, right. and one of the people that was. You know, the underboss of the tracksuit mafia uh, is this character named Maya Lopez, who's now getting her own spinoff because she's like a too many shows. I can't keep up. She's a, a Marvel. Uh, she's deaf and an amputee that has like a fake leg. And she's getting her own show called Echo, which is also from the comics. And the way that the Hawkeye show ended is she shoots uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin right in the head. Wait, he dies? He doesn't die. Let's be honest. They, they leave him ambiguous. He doesn't die. I mean, he got freaking electrocuted and ran over by a car and just got up and was fine. He's, he's fine. It's also ripped from the comics because in the comics, when he got shot in the head, he ends up being blind in both eyes. I don't like so that he's like either, Daredevil, then. I don't like that either. Why, why do you got to... So was she a good guy? Uh, she was a bad guy that kind of had a face turn. Oh, interesting. I love using wrestling terminology in, in everyday life. Me too. I do. I'm, I'm marking out. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what else did I put on there? I put Coach on there. I've only watched it through once. It's it's very, a great show. It's very weird to me because I can't tell you in every TV show you ever watch, you always have a favorite episode. I can't tell you a single episode of Coach that stood out. There's not a single one where it was like, this is the best episode of it. The-. There's like no special episodes, nothing great about a single episode. It's just a really good continuous nine season show. My favorite well, I mean, moment in Coach, I can tell you my favorite moment. I don't remember. Do you remember the tall blonde chick that Dauber was dating? Yes. So he was like telling Coach, he was like, I just, I don't want to tell anyone because I don't want to be made fun of. He's like, come on, nobody's going to make fun of you. Maybe the players, but like well, the coach, we're not going to make fun of you, right? So then Luther walks in, rest in peace, um, Jerry Van Dyke. And <laughs> Coach goes, or somebody says, yeah, Dauber's got a girlfriend. And then Jerry Van Dyke just goes, oh, Dauber's got a girlfriend. He starts making fun of him. I was fucking, I was cracking up because that was his character. Luther Van Damme's one of the best characters in TV. I don't care what anyone says. Guy was absolutely fucking hilarious. Rest in peace, Jerry Van Dyke. Such a great show. But like, I mean, you, you never thought that like the best episodes were like when he, you know, went to the playoffs with the Orlando Breakers and went to the NFL. I feel like that's when the show jumped the shark. Well, when, when he, he left moved. the when he left yeah. the Minnesota State Screaming Eagles and went to it was it was a, a change of pace for the show, but I think that's when it jumped the shark. When we talked about when we talked about coach, and then you were like, "Yeah, I'll buy that for you." 
I remember when I was a kid, like I had a picture in my head of his Miami or Orlando house. Cause that's what I, cause that was late nineties. Yeah. That was like 96, 97, but I could get into the whole thing. I told you this, uh, like whenever I binge watch it, where it was like a scenario where Orlando was in, I think the AFC, but it was like six playoff teams had to have certain things happen. And they were all in the other conference for the Orlando to make the playoffs. And I was just pissed me the fuck off because at least do your research and have him be like, Hey, it's like he was playing Buffalo to get in. And then like six other things had to happen, but they were all in the other conference. I was like, how does that have an effect on you? But it's plausible. I mean, the, the Cowboys just won the division because the Raiders they, beat the Broncos. They clinched a playoff spot, right? Because of strength of schedule. No, they won. They clinched the division because the Raiders beat the Broncos because of strength of schedule. That can't be true. Yeah. So they, they, run, I think when they the clinched Raiders a playoff won, spot. They had clinched a playoff spot prior to the Raiders game, but the Raiders beating the Broncos gave them a strength of schedule victory over the Eagles. So that clinched them the division. But there's no way six games. It's just it, that that fucking threw me for a loop. Plus, also the fact that after the show ended, I think Dauber took over and ended up putting like two Super Bowls or something. Like, stop. But that's a. I have to rewatch that show. It's really it's a good, good show. show. I didn't realize Shelley that. Shelly Fabrice, um, Jerry Van Dyke, Shelly Fabrice. I think Fabrice. Shelly uh, She you know played his wife or future ended up becoming his wife Christine. She's almost eighty. Yeah, she's really old. So is I I know he was old. She looked much younger than him in the show, and they're the same age. It's nuts. All right. So oh, what other show do I want? All right. I don't need to talk about this one too deep. Ray Donovan. You need to watch that show. I think you would never like seen. It. I know Liv Schreiber. Liv Schreiber? Liv Schreiber. I think it's Liev. Cotton I know Weary. he's in it. I know he's the star of it. Wasn't um, what's his name in it too? John Voigt's um, in it. Yeah, and John Voigt. I don't know if there's any other people that you would know. But it's a really, really good cast. He's got a because his dad was a fucking dick. And he cheated on his like mom was dying of cancer or whatever. And he fucked a black chick or whatever. So he has one of his brothers is a black dude. So nice. it's like his half brother is a black dude and it's about the family. It's just a fucked up family. And he's like a fixer in Hollywood. I highly recommend it. Like well, right it showtime, after, wasn't it? Yeah, right after Dexter ended, the finale went right into Ray Donovan. So it was like, all right, Dexter's over. Now I can get into this show. And their but movies like the, coming. It, so right when Dexter ended is when like the first season of Ray I Donovan think the happened. first episode was right after the Dexter finale. That's smart. And then they canceled it after seven seasons with like a fucking unresolved stories and people flipped a shit and were like, what the fuck are you guys doing? So now they're doing a movie, which is not as good, but better. Than at least nothing. hopefully give you a resolution to. If it doesn't things. end the way I think it should end, then it's a fail. But I'm not going to say anything because you need to watch that one. And then I'm surprised this wasn't on your list. Or at least honorable mentions. Whose line is it anyway? God damn that, it. That should have been an honorable that, mention at least. I don't Fucking want to overstate it. Song. That might be the best comedy show ever. Like You're talking the Drew Carey version. Yes, of course. Actually, some of the British episodes. I, I can't do it. I know Ryan and Colin were still in it, though. But I, it's, it's nothing without Drew. No offense to Clive, whatever the fuck, Clive Owen, whatever his last name was. But like, once you get past season one, when like, there's the, the chick is in there, like Josie. She's not very good. And like, they don't really. And Wayne still has hair. Season two on is just, is just it's just the funniest one, one of my ever. I like, start, I will quote I watched, that and nobody knows what I'm talking about. I watched some of the Aisha Tyler episodes. It's not bad. They're not it's bad. Just, no, it's, it's not, not bad at all. It's, it's not yeah, the same. It's exactly. But yeah. 
One of the fondest memories I have is the the, the one where Ryan is is Carol Channing. There's the, <laughs> there's that where he breaks the light and he there's, breaks the light with his head. There's um, the improbable mission where he, Ryan can't stop laughing because Colin talking about the cat. There's Richard Simmons. There's oh my god, the Richard Simmons episode, three headed Broadway star where Drew says and take me on it which is i think my favorite moment ever trip so then, beautiful wasn't that the, one of our fantasy team names yeah i was probably. trip yeah i was and take me on and you were trip so beautiful i think it's that one and then david hasselhoff who couldn't figure out you have to say one word only mothers of invention yeah which i i didn't know at the time that's a band i don't know if we ever talked I about i that. don't think i knew that's, that either that's a band yeah so that's where he got it from and then what was the other line where it's like mothers of invention and then there was you could see like Hasselhoff, it's one word at a time. But there's no better moment where you see Drew take a deep breath and go and take me on a. And then Ryan and Wayne just look at him like it's one word. And then Ryan goes, "Trip so beautiful." <laughs> and Wayne goes, "I love you." And then there's another part where Wayne is saying a word, and then <laughs> Drew says the next syllable, and he just looks at him and he goes, "What is wrong with you?" It's one of the funniest shows uh, ever. I I'm sad that Drew didn't come back. Aisha Tyler does a good job, so I'll put that one on there. But it's not it's not the same. Making fun of Drew was half the episode. So for those of you who have not seen it, please just go to YouTube and type in Drew Carey three headed Broadway star, David Hasselhoff three headed Broadway star. Watch these clips. Yeah, the point of the game is you your three of you are standing there and you're singing a song. They make up a title and a musical, and then you have to say one word. So I'd be like, "Hello, maybe it's a beautiful." I'd say girl or whatever the fuck. And it's one word. And then Drew forgets that and starts belting out an entire fucking line. Same with oh, David Hasloff. And then there's a clip on YouTube of the news, according to Colin, where he just lists all of his either fake names or those stories. And it's like, he's an absolute genius. And I was like, you can't make this stuff on the spot. And then I realized I was like, okay, so they know what games they play on the show. So he probably goes through his head and start a name out yeah. and then like a story like the the jimmy two shoes mcclarty beat a cow in a field with two porcelain figures and he said it was the first ever case of a knickknack paddywhack and it's just like okay yeah obviously he didn't come up with that on the spot but he still came up with it and it's not like they i don't think i think that show was legit where they weren't like all right we're gonna play this this and this i feel like they they had they knew the games but they didn't know what they'd be playing so to just even do that at all is, yeah, that's one of the best fucking shows ever. All right, so then I got I like probably, Pat Bendicar. Yes. Oh, and then there's, there's, I could just do a whole episode on this. The fucking Bad Cop Philly paper. It was the, uh, it was greatest hits where like Wayne and then one, maybe one of the other singers or just Wayne would sing. But like I would always watch the Colin and Ryan do the ad stuff and then I'd skip the song. Like I, I don't care about the song. And then I'd go back to them because they were like two TV pitchmen, like, like a, an infomercial, the host of the infomercial and making up the song. It just, it, I can't recommend it show enough. It's, it's on um, oh, good. HBO Max. Is I, it really? Yeah, all the episodes. You have, I might have to borrow your HBO Max login. It's, uh, yeah. It's, and also, Matrix is on HBO Max. So we need to watch that. Oh, that's right. Matrix Resurrections is on there. I didn't realize that. I saw somebody tweet that. So I was like, I don't even have to go to the movies. Perfect. All right. So I have three more. They're probably my top three shows ever. MacGyver, Charles in Charge, and Dexter. Very, like, I will binge watch MacGyver and Charles in Charge all the time. Dexter, I cannot watch. I am too emotionally invested. Like, I, 
I almost stopped watching New Blood because like I don't like watching him in conflict. I have no, no I just want to see Dexter kill people with no drama. Just just show me your your fucking process of killing people and then end the season. I don't need any drama. I get nervous. What would you do if that's a good he dies show too. at the end of New Blood? I will kill myself. I don't want to see him fail. I don't I would be so angry if he dies. But I don't understand how it can end. Like they're not, I don't think they're, there's like a 99% chance it's done. They're in a small town in upstate New York. What other possible thing can happen there? What is he going to move and then start again? I I think this is because they said it was a a limited mini run. So I think this is going to be it, but what kind of ending would you have other than him him either being arrested or killed? It's got to end with him getting arrested, right? You can't kill him off. Or because maybe he gets, maybe it's like the boondock saints. He gets arrested and the show ends when he sees a whole, prison yard full of people who can kill that could be but you i would agree that you can't kill him because if you ever do want to bring it back but i feel oh, but like then you possible. could also you could kill him let's just say for whatever reason let's but it doesn't um, logically make sense since i'm watching the show like he's probably what are you gonna have him get killed by his girlfriend who knows who he is now you're no, gonna have him get killed by the bad guy he's chasing. Have him lose. That's a terrible my ending. Fault. I've never seen a single episode. But based Harrison on gonna you, kill him. That's what I think. <sighs> I, I he's don't. gonna think that he needs to kill his son because he doesn't want him to go down the same path he did with his dark passenger. He's gonna try to kill his son, and There's then no his way. son's gonna kill him. And no. then you could no. also pave the way for the future. Harrison being the star of the new show, and I him watch being that. his dark passenger. I wouldn't. So watch he's still that. in the show. He's already showing signs that he is sick like his dad and Dexter's doing everything to try and bond with this kid. He's, there's no way he's going to try and kill him, especially after abandoning him and fucking him up for his whole life. Did you just see the end of dynamite? Yeah. Who got the pin? Uh, Kyle just pinned Chuck after the young bucks. Yeah. I saw them come in. All right. Fuck dynamite. So yeah, I've watched Dexter's one through three, three or four times. I've gotten through those. I've watched season four, Two or three times, five once, six once, and never seven and eight. Re rewatch once, so twice, and I've never been able to watch seven and eight are the worst out of the, the eight, but it's like everything has already hit the fan. Every they jumped the shark, everything's changed. Uh, by the way, Red Dragon is standing tall, fuck yeah. And it's just, I can't, I, I just can't. I have flashback, I have PTSD about it. Like, literally, I'm that obsessed with that fucking show. Like, and I, I I can't recommend it enough. I would walk around like the stock room being like, what's going to happen next? I have no idea. I, I need to go <laughs> home. It needs to be next week. That's why I like DVRing these things. So I could watch like two, three, and four, five them, episodes yeah. in a row. But then they sit there sometimes. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because I had like six or seven. So I'm one episode behind in New Blood. There's two more after that. So that's on there. And then what were you saying about your wife not never even ever even my never wife, even hearing about Charles in charge. Not only which, my wife, my sister-in-law has never heard of Charles in charge. I feel like I that's not that ridiculous because it's not like this really super popular TV show. Well, I don't I even mean, know how I got into it, to be honest. Probably from Family Guy. No, I was Charles into it before that. Charge, and I remember seeing that scene. And I... <laughs> And I remember seeing that scene marking out. I was like, Family Guy just did a Charles in Charge song. I'm fucking obsessed now with Family Guy. Wasn't yeah, he I, like a security guard? He was a security guard for George Harrison. George Harrison. And he's watching the first season of Charles in Charge because I can tell the difference in the theme songs. 
You wacky beetle. Did you call him a wacky beetle or something like that? Yeah, quiet down, you wacky beetle. So Charles in Charge is one of those shows that, here we go, it's first broadcast on CBS from October 3rd, 84 to April 3rd, 85. Uh, and it was canceled due to struggling Nielsen ratings. It then had a more successful first-run syndication from January of 87 to November of 1990. 126 original episodes were aired in total. And the first season, I think, had like 12 or 15 or something like that. So well over 100 episodes in syndication. First-run syndication, by the way, is like your show gets canceled off of this was CBS, and then you go to like your local whatever show channel. So it's never on the same channel everywhere. It's not like it's on TBS everywhere. It's like your local picks 11, your local whatever channel. So different channels for different stations. Uh, when the show ended, uh, yeah, entered first run syndication in 87 and they switched characters because the first family, they, they were in syndication. So they were asked to take a pay cut and they all said no. So the entire cast was recast except for the um, uh, Scott Bale and-, and Willie Ames. How many A's does that guy need? Uh, two, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, and then Family Guy does multiple Charles in Charge skits. There's him singing in like season three. There's when Peter's on dialysis, they're in the clam, and he's like, I don't want to go. I want to watch Charles in Charge. And then they make fun of him. And then he gets a Charles in Charge lunchbox for Christmas. So there's a lot of Charles in Charge. Conan sings a Charles in Charge song. So you guys, you should know this show. So basically, they explained it how the old family moved and then a new family, like, so the old family moved, but he just just stayed. Well, they were like, we hired, we sold to this family specifically because they need a babysitter. So they oh, need okay. you. And he was like, I'm not going to take it. And then the whole episode was like, all right, you know what? All right, I'll take it. So basically he was living with these families so he didn't have to pay for dorm and college. And let's see. Yeah. So it went from having a mother and father, three kids to a grandfather, uh, a mother, and then the three kids. And then they phased, unfortunately, they phased the, the mother out after like one season. And I felt bad for her. Yes, yeah, so, and then it just became um, God, what was her name? She was in Baywatch too. Nicole, Nicole Hager. Hager. She's my favorite actress ever. I was obsessed with her in high school. Like I don't know if I knew that that show was not like I knew it was not on now, but I didn't realize like how like she was thirty when I started watching that show. Right, like she's like fifteen in the show. So I'm in high school and I'm like, this chick's hot. And then like I didn't have Google to be like, oh, she's not my age anymore now. So I was like obsessed with her in high school. And then I realized, okay, she's 14 years older. I don't think I really have a chance. So she, like, is she 50 yet? Almost. She was born in 72. Oh, so, so she's she'll, 49. She'll then. be 50 soon, January. Wasn't John Travolta's like... Ellen Travolta was his mother in in Happy Days. I think at Happy Days. Maybe it was just Joni Love Shachi, but it was his mom in that show and in Charles in Charge. Yeah, so it's John Travolta's sister. Sister. I couldn't remember what she was. Yeah, so he was she was his mother. Yeah, Ellen. No, Ellen was the Powell's mother. Lillian. Uh, Lillian. Lillian. Yep. Lillian. Yeah, Aunt Lillian. So it's like just a 80s sitcom where he's college students, him and Buddy. But the first season, uh Buddy was like dumb, but like like okay. Like not a r- fucking really stupid. They dumbed him down to like an idiot. I actually, I don't know if I told you this. I met Willie Ames and I was like, did people actually think you were dumb? And he was like, yeah. Because that character sort of went like, he was like dumb, funny. Where it was in the first season, they, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm taking a a class about the Quran. It's only one book. 
but it's like the Quran is like a fucking giant book. So I was like, hey, he's dumb, but like, that's pretty funny. Then he just became like a mental case, but he was still, it was like Seinfeld. He was the funny character. Scott Bayo was just like the, the main character. Yeah. So Scott Bayo is a fucking dick. So I'll watch it, the show, acknowledge he's a piece of shit. Willie Ames still love isn't a piece of shit like Scott Bayo is, right? I, I don't think he sexually assaulted anyone, but I, I, his political beliefs might be sort of around the same stuff. But oh, Willie Ames was like a super nice guy. But I believe, I don't know, did you pay attention to all the sexual assault claims like Nicole said? And uh, the kid who played Adam, Alexander Polinsky, said he like sexually assaulted both of them. I believe them. Yeah, I, I would believe them too. But that's, it's depressing when you watch a show that you love, that there's a piece of garbage in it. But I just pretend like the show's real and I don't have to deal with any of the fucking bullshit from what he did. But yeah, he's a, a known dickbag. So I definitely believe that he's, he did some weird exactly. shit, like hitting on her when she was like 15. But she's like, she was so fucking hot after like when she was 92 ish. She did a movie with the two Corys where she's like naked in it. Yeah, highly recommend that. That was it's called Blown Away. Same as like Baywatch, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. And then she got a boob job for Baywatch. And she's like on Baywatch. If you watch it, she can actually, like Pamela Anderson can't act. Nicole she's a Eggers, good actress. Nicole Egger can actually act. So I like, I have a bunch of her old movies on like VHS. And like she was in a bunch of low budget crap, like nothing anybody had ever seen before. But like she's my favorite actress. I just bought a bunch of her like trading cards, wasted a ton of money on that stuff. But she's doing a Baywatch documentary right now. I don't know if it's out yet, but I think she was only on that show for like four years and they made them stay within like a certain weight and they had to wear that bikini or that bathing suit that went like up your ass. So yeah, she was not not happy on that show. But she could actually act. But Pamela Anderson is obviously, you know, the star because she's fucking hot. And David Hasselhoff, your boy. Fucking Hasselhoff. And then last but not Germany. Last but not least is MacGyver. And I'm surprised. Did you ever heard of? Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I knew who Richard Dean Anderson was. I've you, never seen an episode though. I'm surprised you've seen like some Charles in Charge, but never MacGyver. Never to seen. Me, I've heard of it. Like I, I don't know why. That seems like a show that I would enjoy. To me, that's the best character in the history of television because he could defuse a situation. He doesn't need any guns. It's not Paper the fucking A team where he's going in there guns blazing. He's gonna like outsmart you with his mind. And stuff, and it's just like a. I'll just watch it. It's just a feel good show where there's they'll be like, it's a good show where they get you invested in like the one off characters. So he'll like go meet somebody and has to help them escape wherever. But they it's slow paced, not like the reboot because nobody can sit through a TV show these days. It has to be fucking fast paced and gunfire and everything. And it's like you'll understand like what the characters are going through and you'll feel for them and you'll root for them and then he always wins in the end. It's just a feel good show and it's. It's basically a show with like one person. There's only two people in the main cast for the entire show. So it's basically all on him. I don't think I realized that. Yeah, it's there's two there's him in the credits for the first season, and then his boss is in the show more and more. And he actually goes blind in real life. And they wrote it into the show because Richard Dean Anderson was like, You're not firing this fucking guy. You're we're gonna write it into the show and he's gonna keep his job. He was blind in real life. So he started going blind from glaucoma and they wrote it into oh, the story. Jesus. So by the end, he was fully blind as his boss. And there's an episode where he's like blind and MacGyver like blows up his hands. So like Pete, his boss, play he does the hand stuff and he guides him with his eyes. 
but he's a, a really nice guy. And I've met him multiple times. Like I would have killed myself if he was a dick. Like I would have fucking like no, I I I I can't deal with that because that's that character is my personal hero. Because that's you, there's no not trying to do violence, no guns, no bullshit. He's just trying to do right by everyone else. Puts himself Ooh. in front of everyone else. Just Who's the a, better MacGyver, Richard Dean Anderson or was Lucas Till in the yeah, reboot? Not even, not even close. Like once I started watching the reboot, and I was like, I'm not going to compare this to the original. I like the reboot a lot. I was bummed it got canceled. It was like the one show on TV I watched, but it, you can't even compare. Not even close. Not even close because is, the re- is, the reboot was like a lot of action, a lot of gunfire, a lot of fighting, and that's not what the original show is about. It's more story based. Is the reboot is MacGyver the only like character from the original series that's in it, or do they have like they, the other characters? They there? use the same names from the original for different people. Like MacGyver's best friend in the original's name is Jack Dalton, and they used that name in the so like the character. I guess technically yes, okay, but like they use the same names. Like uh, Terry Hatcher was in the original; she was a recurring part. Terry Hatcher from like the Adventures of Terry Lois Hatcher, and- yeah. With from, with uh, with that uh, other dick bag. I almost said I almost said domestic housewives. I don't know why. Desperate, Desperate housewives. housewives. Yeah. She was in that. She was in what, fucking Dean Kane. That dick bag. I had a huge crush on her for fucking when she was played Lois Lane. She was fucking hot. Oh yeah. my god. Dean Kane's an asshole too. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Kevin Sorbo. They're all. But like, like if you like action shows. That's like, it's, I don't, it's very hard to describe. Like you get the plot of, he doesn't use a gun and he can fix stuff with like, like you'll be in a situation where you're locked in a room and you know, a normal person like us would be like, well, we're fucked. He'll find a way to get the fuck out of the room. Like that's the kind of stuff I like. Like he'll figure out how to use a fucking paperclip and disarm a bomb or shit like that. There are some where it's like, all right, this is ridiculous. Most of them are plausible. They're the one he Mythbusters did this. He built a fucking plane out of bamboo and flew off a fucking cliff. Like, come on. I can suspend this disbelief for so for so long, but overall, I, I would I would recommend. I is that considered like, like an action show? Like, what? yeah, because there is action, but like, like it's not like a cop show or something like that. It's like just action. No, he, he's like a freelance operative for like a think tank. So they're like independent. In the first season, he works for the government. But this after that, he works for like the Phoenix Foundation, which is like a, a think tank. But they also do like security and stuff like that. But uh, there's a lot of episodes that are based on like just random. It'll, it's a lot like Curb Your Enthusiasm, where like ridiculous shit happens to Larry David. So like MacGyver will be driving somewhere and his car will explode or something. And he'll find himself with the fucking Amish family and in their fucking turmoil or whatever. I always wondered about shows where it's like, you know how a show will end an episode where something happens? I always wonder about like the aftermath, like what happens with the people that they help. Does does their life stay the same? Does something happen? Like he ends up with an Amish people and fucking somehow like their ground, these people blow up the Amish farm or whatever. And the ground collapses and a little girl stuck under the well. It's like, what happens if MacGyver wasn't there? That little girl's just dead. Probably. Yeah. Like he has to just like, he just, these random events, like, he stopped off at a truck stop once to ask for directions and fucking in a hostage situation. So it's like the most ridiculous stuff, but it's Bad like, luck follows him is what we're saying. Basically. But if he wasn't there, all these people would be dead. So how many fucking lives did he ruin for the bad guys? 
but it's like that episode where it's like, all right, a hostage situation. You would expect a lot of stuff, but it's more like mellow. It's like he tries to save. Like there's one scene where there's a, a guy trapped in an armored car and he's like, all right, we're just going to blow it up and kill the guy. And the guy was like, I, I can get it open. You don't have to kill the guy, whatever. So he makes his own torch, gets the guy out. And then the bad guy shoots the guy anyway. Oh, so it's like, oh, come on. What a dick. But yeah, so it's it's a good show. I feel like it's a really good show to calm your anxiety. That's what it does for me. Because I, he's everything that I, I mean, I wish Can't I could be. be that character. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking smart where he could just figure out a problem and figure out how to solve it without using like brute force or whatever. But those are my top TV shows to know me. I feel like I know you better now. Can you know me any better than you already do? I, I don't think I, I could like, actually. I feel like you know me better than basically anyone else. So this 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 ran a little long. So we're gonna have to skip to our unusual death because we are not we're never skipping the unusual death. That will never be pushed. No, I I, I and I here's what I think. Last week when I gave like the range of of dates, you had said that one of the years that I'd mentioned had like a long it was 1916. I want to know what happened in 1916. I gotta open it up again somehow. Because you had said it was like long, and then you were like, "This one only has like one." You're getting one line, so I went with the long. I want to know what the long one was. It was 1916, I think you said. So what are we doing next week? More? We have to do the same elsewhere shit. I don't think we have time. We're gonna have to like the main things. I have. We have to talk about the 27 Club, and we have to talk about the. Uh, Tommy Westfall universe with St. Elsewhere. So we have to talk about that stuff. We'll have to talk about the uh, fantasy football finals that you and I are in the championship. Oh, yeah, we do have another. to mention that at least. We are, we'll have to go to the, the aftermath next week. Yeah, we are in the finals against each other after uh, beating the top two seeds. Yeah, so we were the three good. and four seeds. Matt was the three seed, I was the four seed. And uh, unprecedented wins for both of us. So let's see. 1916? Oh, I believe yeah. it was 1916. Yeah, this fucking guy. All right, so Gregory, spelled G-R-I-G-O-R-I, Rasputin. I don't know if this is the Rasputin. He was a Russian mystic and self-proclaimed holy man. You'll move, holy man, uh, who befriended the family of Nicholas II. Okay, great. So let's see what this is. The Russian mystic died of three gunshot wounds. Off to a good start one of which was a close-range shot to his forehead. Oh, wow. Little is certain about his death beyond this. I don't know if you're going to be able to research this then. And then the circumstances of, circumstances of his death have been the subject of considerable speculation. According to his murderer himself, Prince Felix Yusupov, Gregory Rasputin consumed tea, cakes, and wine, which had been laced with cyanide, but he did not appear to be affected by it. Wow. He was then shot once in the chest and believed to be dead. But after a while, he leapt up and attacked Yusupov, who freed himself and fled. Rasputin followed and made it into the courtyard before being shot again and collapsing into a snowbank. Uh, the conspirators then wrapped his body and dropped it into the Malaya Nivik River. That is a lot to unpack. Holy shit. So for those of you who are watching this on YouTube may I, have been seeing my reaction to Matt oh, I didn't, saying I didn't that. even see that. I'm so this it. was not planned. This was not staged. 
We did not discuss this beforehand. But do you know him? On this day in 1916, Gregory Rasputin, a Russian monk and confidant of Tsar Nicholas II, assassinated, was assassinated by conservative Russian aristocrats at the age of 47. December 30th. I didn't wait. Whoa, this, did we wait? Wait, mine says December 29th that Wiki, he was assassinated. Wikipedia says December 30th. Oh, oh, now I am gonna have to research. This was so now we have disputing facts. So do was I have the to, 29th or 30th? Do I have to give you another death since you already knew about that one? No, but now now the death date is in dispute. My on this day says it happened on the 29th. You're telling me it just happened on the 30th. I'm surprised you gave that as a death when you, you wouldn't give any deaths on Christmas Eve, but you, you give some guy nobody's ever that. heard. I actually have three deaths for you this week. So now we get some guy nobody's ever heard of that happens to be the exact death. You've never you heard of Gregory Rasputin? I've heard of Rasputin. I don't know if this is the Rasputin. It is. Is it? Yes. Because I, I had some weird thing with my uncle where we would always mention Rasputin for some reason. What is, I just what always love that name. I'm I'm obviously going to have to now research this just for the fact of because it was the unusual death, but also you're saying the death was December 30th. Mine I'm not saying it. it. Wikipedia says it. Well, Wikipedia is saying the 30th. Mine said it happened today. What is like we did today not this year? This. T- yeah, today, like 20 minutes ago. Wow. We did not rehearse it. What are the fucking odds of that though? Nicholas II, Rasputin, Russian like, Orthodox what are the Church. Odds? He was uh, 47 years old. Yeah, it says he des- died on December 30th. And mine says the 29th, being today. That's that's insane. Fucking Rasputin. That is really ironic. So I guess that segues into on this day. So we started out with one death. Uh, also on this day, in 2003, Earl Hinmond, uh, you would know him as Wilson from Home Improvement. Oh, yeah. He died at the age of 61 in Stanford, Connecticut, of lung cancer. What year? 2003, four years after home improvement. Oh, ended. wow. And uh, on this day in 2009, uh, former professional wrestler, Dr. Death Steve Williams, died at the age of 49 of throat cancer. Oh. Uh, had he not passed away, I'm sure he would probably be in AEW yeah. right now managing somebody. Mm. Uh, we have a few birthdays that happened on this day. Uh, let's see. Ted Danson turned 74 today. Wow. Uh, baseball executive Theo Epstein turns 48. Fuck that guy. Uh, former Yankee great Jarrett Wright turns 46. I was at the game where he ended his Yankee career. Written 2006? Yeah, he, I remember he, he had good seats. I could see him grabbing his shoulder, walking off the field. I was like, yeah, hey, you're fucking done. I think and, he had shoulder surgery and was like, now yeah, he, he did play it again. He never, never came back. Uh, also on uh, this day, another former Yankee great, Richie Sexton was born. He turns 47 wow. today. All of his uh, 22 games as a Yankee. We have some obscure guys on our team for those. Every we year, really it's always have. some obscure guy. That's a whole other podcast. My God, like randomly named, was this guy a Yankee or not? Yeah, he was for seven games. Oh, man. And we actually have a few. Uh, things that happened on this date uh, this one i actually think we probably wish we could take this one back on uh, this day in 1845 texas was admitted as the 28th state of the union what a waste wish we could we get, get a mulligan on that one we get our money back and then uh this is a sports fact i did not know and i wonder if you did probably not on this day in 1933 Definitely new york not. yankees owner jacob rupert refuses rupert. to release future hall of fame slugger babe ruth so he could manage the Cincinnati Reds. What year did Ruth retire? 
He ended up leaving after 1934. He left the Yankees after the 34 season. Wait, so he then wanted to. He wanted to be released to become the manager of the Cincinnati and Reds not, and, and not play. Well, because yeah. I know he finished his career. The Braves somewhere, not the Yankees. Maybe it was the Boston Braves. I don't remember. He finished his career uh, with the Boston Braves in 1935. Yes, so he that's... played one more season with the Yankees after 33 and then went to the Boston Braves in 1935. But I never knew that he wanted to be released to go manage the Reds. And the Yankees owner at the time said, no, I had no idea. That, I just that. that blew my mind. Why would you release Babe Ruth? I mean, I know he wasn't that great at the end. That sucks that he left. It's like Reggie Jackson. They should have re-signed him. I know Steinbrenner regretted that. He only played for the Yankees for five years. Oh, it seems longer than five years. It was ridiculous. Only five years, and they let him go because they didn't want to pay him. I think. Did he went to the um the, the Angels? Angels. Right? Yeah. All right. So uh, good night, everyone. Are you really not going to mention it? What am I going to mention? Yeah, I, I'm really going to be dumb enough to remind you that I have to pour this on my head. Oh my god! I really did forget. Holy shit! We're almost at an hour, so uh, I have to go get a towel. And I really uh, did forget. I'm gonna pour a little bit of this on my head. So hold on a second. You have to entertain people. This is gonna be a must can't be watch. silent. Can't this be is, silent. This, uh, it won't be. This is gonna be a must watch. I can't believe that he actually he could have gotten out of it because I 100% forgot as of you know an hour and 27 minutes ago, or whatever it was that I asked him. Uh, to do this because he said I'm if not sure me how to bucks. actually do this with because I won't be able to hear you talk. That's okay. I can kind of hear you. The headphones are right here. Hey, just so keep I'm, gonna, him, I'm not keep pouring that much, but keep him a bad. Oh my god, this this is the greatest moment of my life. He, he has a he has a for towel. fucking money. If you have any suggestions of what I can do that's reasonable that Raimi could pay me exorbitant amounts of money for. So for those of you not watching, he's now just taken off of he's taken so off his to, glasses. I'm going to have to take a shower again after this. So he's this got a not... towel wrapped around his neck with his black t-shirt. Uh, he's touching his eyes right now, being like, "What did I get myself into? I can't believe I actually said this." This isn't even that bad, but up. like, I don't want to. All right, let's just let's just get this over with. We're, we're doing it. We're doing it. How we're much do it, I have folks. to pour? Just pour it. I'll tell you when to stop. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I might just pour a little bit. I'll pour. I'll pour enough. All right, let's just let's just get this over. He's doing it. He's doing it, folks. He's doing it. He poured it on his head. He poured oh. it on his head. He poured oh, it on his it's head. everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I misjudged my pour. It's down my ass crack. It's down my ass crack. Yep, it's in the crack. Oh, oh, that. All right, I was, was expecting worth every it's penny. All over my shorts. If you can that see, that was amazing. Oh, it's all over his shorts. We're, we're seeing oh, some ankle. We're I'm seeing some calf. Everywhere. He's showing some leg, guys. He's showing some to, leg. Oh, it's dripping it's off. It's dripping my... off of his head. If it's dripping off his head. Uh, look at here. Let's see if I can do this. You oh. can't. It doesn't come across, but this, this is all soaking. Oh, my God. That was amazing. That Because you might amazing. have gotten yourself. Uh, you might have to buy me a new computer if it stops working. That was amazing. Uh, well worth it. Now I smell like pineapple. <laughs> oh god. All right, let's give this a proper ending. I did not plan that very well. My glasses are soaked. That was amazing. Oh, he even took the glasses off and they still got soaked. Because I poured it and it just it went 
front and then down. Literally, I wasn't joking. Went into my ass crack, like down my shorts. That uh, could not have gone any better for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy myself something nice with the hundred bucks. You deserved it. That was truly something. I have to take another shower. So, uh, and oh my god, my computer screen has it on it. This is I didn't plan this out very well. I should have just taken the camera that comes off and then walked to the middle of the room. I don't know why I didn't do that. So coming up on uh, next week's episode, as Matt said, we're going to talk the uh, the 27 Club, the Tommy Westfall universe from the St. Elsewhere ending, whatever that means. We're going to learn that. Uh, we are also going to discuss Randy Woodfield, which got bumped from this week's episode. We'll give you the conclusion to uh, the fantasy football championship between Matt and I. Hopefully uh, one of us comes out on top and the other is not pissed off about it. So hopefully I, and no I have one a, gets injured. I have a new segment too, because Yahoo... I went back to 2004. It started showing all of my old teams and like one of the mid two thousands, I click on my team and it says Michael Pittman. And I was like, the fuck dad. I was like, there's no way he's this old. And I was like, it's his fucking dad. I had his dad on one of my teams. That's amazing. So I was like, we're going to go back. And there was one person I've never even, I like, I couldn't tell you who it was. So like the obscure fantasy teams, that's another topic too. We also hopefully will have uh, a furtheration to the generator trilogy. I, I just made up a word. And then uh, best TV dads, I think we're going to discuss as well. The best oh TV my dads. God, my fucking shorts are soaked. This is I mean, the greatest moment that I think I've ever this. had on this podcast. That was so we, well we, went a, we went a little long, but hopefully it was worth it. All right. And we didn't talk any sports. That's very true. Yep. A little bit of AEW here and there that happened, but I smell like pineapple. 